Blog Talk Radio. And relax in this beautiful space that you've created. Stand up. Okay, we're going to expand the energy. You're going to do it the form with your eyes closed. So you internalize the energy completely. So just close your eyes. In order to go out, you got to go within. Tai Chi is my method of doing it. It allows all energy condensed in the very core of your body and as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it and some marvelous things will happen I won't spoil your experience if you are not sexual you cannot be spiritual because it takes energy to be spiritual it takes energy to meditate. And I'm not talking about alpha relaxation. I'm talking about meditation, dynamic, deep meditation. Learning to rotate your consciousness through the body in certain specific psychic pathways that the tantric traditions of have naturalized. And in this way, we open up and enliven ourselves to the possibility of being able to create and be any and everything your potential will allow to be in this lifetime. But I found that this is very effective for developing my sexual energy. And, and when we talk about sexual energy, we aren't talking about making love. We're talking about the natural energy that flows through our body that makes us alive. We put the connotation sexual because that's how we deal with it. But there are many ways of using your sexual energy. Creativity, writing, painting, martial arts forms. Many, many ways. But this will increase your sexual energy for what we call love play. It just takes a little practice to get this current going. breathing, and instead of energy going out into the earth, it goes into your system. If you really want to communicate, and the only way we as men can really communicate with a woman is opening up a heart chakra on a heart to hear. your first step to learning how to use fudging or anything else is developing your sexual energy. You see, the microcosmic orbit is, is for your health. It creates this orbit around the body and goes into the five internal organs. The cobra breath works strictly with the spine. But the yoga that we just built, it, it works through uh, a thrusting channel in Tibet. I mean, uh, in Chinese. Tibetan is called the Uma channel, right in the center of the body. 
and we say that, well, I don't feel it, you got to develop it. you got to develop the sensitivity of it, because it's there. Just because we don't feel it one or two times, we ignore it uh, uh, or forget it. That's why it takes discipline. And what does discipline mean? You've made a decision to do something. It's complete completion. And when we look at that word completion, nothing is ever complete. Because everything is constantly changing and moving, changing shape, changing energy patterns. So this whole thing that we're doing here, from the physical or the martial arts into the mental and spiritual things, it's, it's not a three-day wonder. You know, it's your life. And as you exhale, slowly open your eyes, very slowly. and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for love. Listen, do you hear? It's getting closer. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. It's awesome, baby! What's happening, what's happening, what's happening, everybody? This is Coach Kair, and you are now rocking with the best. We are back in full of little, 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 little effect here at Original Native Radio. Y'all know how we always start. Give yourself a big round of applause for just being here. Zooming in to zooming in. That's what I call it. Each and every Tuesday at 8 o'clock, I really appreciate all of y'all who support uh, Original Native Radio. The energy has been wide open and picking up steam, <laughs> especially in the last couple of weeks. Um, I am very happy at the number of people that have contacted me um, for my particular services of coaching, relationships, nutrition, nourishing, uh, astrological readings. And I just wanted to just thank everybody who has reached out and the people who are steady making appointments and saying, hey, we got to get some more of that. And to me, that really shows the appreciation of, you know, my listening audience and the people who follow and support Kair. So I just want to really say I love y'all. And um, just keep on making appointments, keep on coming. I'm going to get to everybody, you know. 
um, as best I can. No, not as best I can. I'm, I I got to step my game up like Dr. Nardi. He's answering the phone. I'm answering the phone. He's taking care of a whole lot of people. I got to do my part, too. So I really just wanted to say that as I start the show out. Um, also, this show is brought to you by RelaxationIsTheKey.com. RelaxationIsTheKey.com. Thank you, everybody who has got a meditation uh, DVD from over there, everybody who's got a Tai Chi DVD over there, who's doing the physical work to support their symptometry, um, you know, the meditation, just all the sciences that are involved in cleaning out the blood cells, uh, ionizing the body, and bringing optimal health and wellness back to human beings and our DNA and living our birthright. It just really makes me feel good that I'm just even a part of that. Um, this is our 18th show in a row. Number 18, if you want to find out any of the other shows that you have missed, please go over to Symptometry Books, S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y Books, B-O-O-K-S dot com, and all of the shows, the entire archive, excuse me, is over there. Every topic that we've discussed thus far, leading all the way up, especially like these last three shows. These last three shows have really caught some people's attention, you know. And what I'm going to have to do before I even go to that is, of course, I can't do this myself. I never have. I never try to. Teamwork makes the dream work. Shouts out to all of team success as we grow and expand and open up new territories. But I got to bring in one of my main partners in mind, partners in rhyme. He introduced me to symptometry. He's been here each and every week rocking with me and Dr. Nardi, uh, as well as the whole team. I want y'all to go ahead and put y'all hands together for my man, Dr. Charles Abbott. It's awesome, baby! What's going on, big brother? How you feeling tonight? Feeling great. Hey, this is a night of gratitude. You know, hey, this is the 18th show. Did I hear that right? The 18th show? You know, Number hey, 18. Nine. Number 18 is in the building. Okay, now that's a nine, so there's no number out of nine. So we had another complete show, so it must going to be a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> It is. I, I I can already feel it. Just look at the momentum now. Look at the momentum. Let's just go back to. Let's just go back a couple of weeks to like just the end of you know the end of May. We were talking about the blood type diet, cultural eating and juicing, a phenomenal show. Then we moved to Venus, love, harmony and destiny. Talking about relationships. Um, talking about the Venus retrograde that moved in front of the sun, only happens every 121 years. Then we went to what if blood moves at the speed of light. Remember that show, uh, Amsel? I do, absolutely. And blood. so, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, yeah, blood at the speed of light. It has to be clean and sheen. Just to, you know, for it's got to be clean and sheen for it to be moving at the speed of light. You know that though. It's got to be. It's got to be doing it. You know, at the highest, at the highest of levels and completions as well. So that was an amazing, amazing, amazing show. And then we came back with cigarettes, stress, nicotine, and addictions, and the answers. You know, not just let's just talk about it, but what are some of the answers? 
that discovering uh, or Dr. Nardi, you know, letting us in on 2,800 other foods that contain nicotine, not just the cigarettes. That's right. And formaldehyde and all of those other, other uh, contaminants that, that slow down our circulation and create little pebbles and extra bits of dust in the blood. You know, I had today I had someone, an old friend, called because of that uh, marijuana show. So people are still checking in to a, a, a original native radio. And uh, just uh, yesterday I was in the local tofu store, and this brother who stands probably about six foot nine at least, he was like, oh, yeah. I said, yeah. He said, what kind of, I was getting something. He said, yeah. I said, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm eating scientifically. And he's like, symptometry. What? Oh yeah. I mean people that we don't even realize that are catching on to this. The symptometry, the Coach Kaia show, Doctor Narty. I mean, this is amazing, man. It's, and 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 we're gonna be keep on straight. You know, I had to give him a big shout-out. I had to hit that gong for him and send that vibration out to him because we definitely appreciate all the listeners who support us all around the whole galaxy. But to have them local, you know, in North Carolina say they're listening, that definitely really means a lot to me. I definitely appreciate it. Um, Also, um, that marijuana show, that was way back at the beginning of January. I mean, the beginning beginning of May. That was show number 10, one zero. They were, they were, That's a banger right there. And then last week we had what are the causes and cures of infidelity? <laughs> Gracious. Man, flaky DNA, boy. If y'all ain't, if y'all missed that last one, I think y'all might want to get back over there and uh, hit that download as soon as possible, sooner than later. Um, the big thing I really wanted to get into, and, and each and every show builds on the next show, and that's where we are tonight talking about dreams. You know, can we nourish a dream? Are they real? You know, what do they mean? Where do they come from? All these particular um, questions, people want answers, and they want scientific answers too, don't they, Amso? No, that's right. That's absolutely the truth. You know, science, science without a doubt, Brain clarity. No guesswork. No guesswork. We ain't got time for that. So without further ado, you know, I got to. And, and 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 the funny part, even I'm getting ready to bring Dr. Nardi in the building, is we had the subject last week come up that we were going to do the show tonight on dreams. And then uh, this weekend I was in New Jersey at a Tantra healing um, event by Master Yao who's on with me every Thursday night um, at 8 o'clock, the same channel, same call-in number, and went up there, and most of the time you have sisters being worked on by the brothers, you know what I'm saying, energetically, you know, uh, projecting energy through them and using tantra, you know what I'm saying, using pleasure, using uh, healing, and using enlightenment energy work. But uh, this was one of the first workshops where the women were working on the men, and I was one of the men that had got up on the table, and a sister, actually two sisters, came and did um, tantric energy work on me, and it was something totally, totally amazing. Um, I opened myself up and surrendered to it, 
and just um, just let the sisters come in and heal me, healing my heart, healing healing my throat, you know, my 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 mind. And that was on Saturday. And then you know, uh, energy unfolds. Big shouts out to my man Sirius brother and y'all Morris. Sirius brother had said, watch what you eat and what dreams may come and the water you may intake after exchanging all that energy because we were in there for a couple hours. Um, and Monday morning, I had a super, super, super clear, intense dream, and it was just, you know, just so many things as far as signal, signal, signaling me about some of the things that I've, uh, I'm aggressively trying to detox out of my system. And I think, like Dr. Nardi says, you will hear it from your cells. So I think maybe even in that part of the dream, that's going to be one of the things I ask him about tonight is um, can you hear from your cells during a dream? So without further ado, like I said, this one is going to be crazy. And, you know, we're always pumping this, uh, pumping this special effect right here. This is a dream come true. Yes, sir. So, now, before you introduce Dr. Naughty, we all, we all know that Dr. Naughty is coming back to Greensboro. Exactly. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead and let the people know about when he's going to be back in Greensboro. That's going to be July the 28th at the Wannick Medical Center at 6 North Point Court, Greensboro 27408. That's going to be on Saturday, July the 28th. So we, we, we hear him on the radio tonight, but we also know he's going to be live and in living color 3D, and particularly up and down when he gets here. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> now, can um, can people get tickets online, or can they contact you? What if they want to get some advanced tickets? How do they go about that? Well, they go to symptometry.info, symptometry.info, and, um, and then their information can be um, taken there, and absolutely, we'll be moving on that as we speak. Yeah. Mm, I love it. I love it. Definitely make sure everybody does visit symptometry.info. Get all the information. This is not an alternative medicine, and this is not allopathic medicine. This is applied therapeutic sciences that addresses the needs of the cells at the cellular and DNA level. Like I said, without further ado, y'all go ahead. Like we said before. This is a dream come true. Put your hands together for my brother, my mentor, my Dr. Maxwell Nardi. No, uh, yes, hello. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Nardi, for joining us tonight. How you feeling? Oh, fine, fine. Thank you very much. And um, uh, I've... Um, is that uh, Dr. Abbott over there? He's, he's in the building also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good. That's good. All right. Um, the topic for today is um, dreams and uh, what are dreams and why do some of us dream and why don't some people dream? Uh, this is what is very fascinating because first you have to know who we are. Who is a person? A, a person is a giant communication system. 
that's what a person is. It is always receiving messages and it is always transmitting messages. And these messages will come from a relative, it will come from a friend, it will come from a loved one. Distance is totally irrelevant when it comes to communication at the subconscious level. A person could be 10,000 miles away, 5,000 miles away, and if that person is in trouble and that person emits strong vibrations, these vibrations will travel over thousands of miles to reach the person with whom he is communicating. That person may feel that through the subconscious state that the loved one is in trouble. And he, he or she may not be spiritually advanced enough to understand what is exactly happening at the subconscious level. Nevertheless, it is happening. Look at the shape of a person. Look at a human being. We are all, we all have, a, we are all shaped like, like a column. We are all shaped like a tower. That is the tower that transmits messages and receives messages. So we are all shaped like a transmission tower. Where is the message coming from? The message is coming from everywhere. It could be coming from the gas planet. It could be coming from individuals. It could be coming from the universe. Some of these messages are there to warn us. Others are issuing a report card. And the rest are giving us indicators. They are pointers. What counts most is we have to learn how to interpret our dreams. And if those, those who do not know how to interpret their dreams and they go to others to interpret their dreams for them, uh, well, they have to be very careful because you are exposing your inner self to another person when you are asking another person to interpret a dream. If the person is not spiritually advanced, well, he, may not, he or she may not do uh, much about your dream or may not know uh, how to manipulate you and get the best out of you, especially if you are vulnerable. So the best thing I advise people to do is learn to interpret your own dreams. And I'll give you a few indicators. Um, the messages come from traumas, a trauma, past traumas, emotional traumas, physical traumas, mental traumas that were locked in ourselves. Sometimes they were, this happened in this um, lifetime or it may have happened uh, thousands of years ago, hundreds of years ago. And these communications are taking place through our nerves. This is why the nervous system is the foundation of the human body. 
if you want to hurt somebody, just attack the person's nerves, and you are going to get the person. When a snake bites you, it aims at your nerves. When an insect bites you, it aims at your nerves. Because the nerves are the foundation of the human body. Once you get the nerves, it's finished. The person is going down. We have three nervous systems. We have the central nervous system. We have the autonomic nervous system. And then we have the peripheral nervous system. All these three nervous systems might, must be at the same point in alignment. It is just like just watch people who are about to start a race. They are the start line. You see, all of them, they are lined, and no one is duting out in front of the other. They are all on the same level. This is how the three nervous systems are lined up. Now, sometimes you hear of panic attacks. A person has anxiety or another person has hysteria. What are these? I will explain. If the central nervous system edges past the two other nervous systems, the person will suffer from panic attacks. If the peripheral nervous system edges past the other two nervous systems, the person will suffer from anxiety. If the autonomic nervous system edges past the other two nervous systems, the person will suffer from hysteria. All these are the nerves, the electrical system of the human body that is out of whack. Panic attacks, anxiety, and hysteria have several tangents. For instance, the, other, the main tangents of anxiety are nervousness. The person is extra nervous. What is happening? If this person eats potassium foods, the situation will be worse. There is an unexplained fear or apprehension. The person's nervous system is having a serious problem. That is the peripheral nervous system. I'm taking my time to explain this to show the correlation between what you can feel and experience on the outside, in the conscious state, that will also be reflected in the subconscious state when you are sleeping. You may hide this. You may tell people, you may tell people that you are not suffering from anxiety. You don't have panic attacks. But when you are sleeping, 
and you are in your subconscious state. A person who is sleeping next to you, we know something is happening to you. You may decide to keep it under wraps. Many people have pent up emotions. Many people don't communicate with others what is happening to you, for to them. They just sit quiet in a corner. They just want to be by themselves. But when they go to bed, their subconscious will come out. So you find out that sometimes also people have, this is not even a dream state. This is a sleep disorder called somnambulism, walking in the sleep, walking in one's sleep. Somnambulism. It's a very disturbed state. When a person has panic attacks, the obvious signs are fear of the dark. Fear of the dark. If the person is driving, he or she wants to get home before it is dark. The person wants to sleep with the lights on, even though it is not healthy, but that is what gives the person some security. Fear of the future. All these come under panic attacks. These are, these are the tangents of panic attacks. The ramifications of pan panic attacks. Fear of the future. Fear of the unknown. The person wants to take the next move, but he or she is afraid to take some risks. Such a person cannot be a good businessman or a good businesswoman. These are gaps in our nervous systems that we have to address. And if you go to a physician, a naturopath, or an acupuncturist, I'm sorry, you are knocking on the wrong door. They cannot address these problems at the at the level of the nervous system. You have to come to symptometry. The third one is hysteria. On the outside, the person may scream just in the, in the middle of the street for no reason. Or it could be in the house where the person just screams. If such a person does not scream, there, there will be other ramifications. These ramifications will be the person will be intensely suspicious. Intensely suspicious. There will be mistrust. That person will not trust anybody. If he was, if he or she did not see you, dish his or her stew, he will not eat that stew. He will have to get up and go and dish the stew himself because he is afraid that you may have put some something in that stew. Look, they always look at the dark side of everything. We are going to fly. Suppose this plane crashes now. You are on a boat. 
suppose this boat capsizes. Always looking at the dark side of things. So, these are the ramifications of hysteria. What I'm going to do is I want you to know what a dream is. I want to, you to know how it starts from the outside and goes to the inside. How it starts from the conscious side when we are all awake and how it continues to the subconscious side when we are sleeping. So a dream is a subconscious episode, something that is rolling, an event. It is not a symbol as some people think. You don't just see a fire. You see fire in the context. You don't just see water. You see water in the context. You don't just see a horse or an animal. You see these animals in the context. This is what makes it an episode. People who do not dream are those who do not produce disturbing electrical waves when they are sleeping. So if you don't dream, just relax. Don't force yourself to dream. You are not producing disturbing electrical waves. That is fine. People, too, people who suffer from insomnia are very, very sick. They are very sick. Consciously and subconsciously. They should con consult symptometry. They will never hear. So, the pineal gland is flat, empty. They cannot produce any melatonin at all. Nothing. Thank goodness, symptometry is now here. It will take us time to address it, but here is our problem. Here is our second problem. A person suffers from insomnia, but... At the same time, he has another problem. His or her peripheral nervous system is as edged past the other two nervous systems. So that person is suffering from serious anxiety attacks in addition to insomnia. So if you come to symptomatic for treatment for insomnia and you have anxiety attacks or panic attacks, your treatment will take much longer than, a, than another person who only has insomnia. So oftentimes, insomnia ties into other nervous problems, nervous system problems. People who are on a mission, they don't dream. They seldom dream. I don't dream. I don't dream. The last time, I, to the best of my knowledge, whew, 
last time I dreamt was in nineteen in nineteen seventy. That was last time I dreamt. And even that dream it was I dreamt of my father in a casket and he was laid uh to rest. Uh he was laid in state in our living room in Ghana and I told my mother about this dream. This was where she said, My God, from you again from you again because something happened in Libreville, Gabon. This was how I got to know that I'm a child of the water spirit. I didn't know that. And when I dreamt about my father being laid to rest or laid in state in our living room, yes, my father was brought back to Ghana in a casket and he was laid to rest in the living room. My mother just looked at me. Said, you have to be very careful. You have to be very, very careful. So this is what I just added about people who do not dream. I did not know that I was on a mission. But now I know. But my mother also knew by then. But I just got to know about this recently. People who go to bed hungry will have nightmares because lack of food causes twisting of the electrical waves and the twisted subconscious episodes equal nightmares. Don't go to bed hungry. Eat something before you go to bed. If you are fasting, that's a different that's a different that's a different story. But dreams and fasting can be interpreted differently because if you don't have nourishment in your system, it also interferes with the electrical waves in the mind. Anger. Don't go to bed angry. Do not go to bed angry. Try, do your best to solve your problems. If somebody really made you angry, find a way to talk to the person. Or find a way to, to vent it out. If you go to bed with that pent-up anger, the electrical waves will be disturbed. And then you are going to dream about something that will be very difficult for you to interpret because your electrical system is screwed up. The realigned electrical waves from the tree nervous system produces loving and amorous dreams. Beautiful dreams. Whenever you have this kind of dream, hey, your tree nervous system are back in line where they are supposed to be. You wake up with a smile, broad smile on your face, and you wish the dream could continue. No, 
It will not go on. It's a brief episode. Congratulations. Your three nervous systems are back to where they are supposed to be. So before I continue, I will just pause here so that um, I will listen to what you have to say. Thank you. Whew, boy. This is a dream come true. Uh, uh, uh. uh Dr. Abbott, I hear you over there laughing. What uh, what kind of comments you got over there? What you what's, what uh, what are you noticing over there? Well, the connection between dreams and the electrical impulses throughout the body. So we talk I mean we you know, the thing of you know peripheral nervous system, central nervous system, and the autonomic nervous system, and how how when each one of those are in balance, then a person will have these, you know, loving dreams, so it gives us a microscope into how to even interpret the dreams better now, you know, to be more precise with them. So I just I was like, wow, man, that's that's quite a um, quite a quite a lecture, if you, if you will. Very good. Um. Oh yeah, that's all I'm, I have I'm, on that. Myself, I'm just looking at just the whole common sense modality in it about especially when they took it back to electricity because that just like vibes off of what we were talking about with blood moving at the speed of light because blood contains electricity. Electricity is light. And these impulses that are popping up, you know, and I can, look, people are already raising their hands already. The call-in number, if you want a question or comment, that's far where we're at, is uh, 347-205-9081. Please press 1, but make sure your speakers are turned down so we don't have any feedback. Um... This one is this one is just growing because the dream I had, I went back and looked at what I had been eating, what I had been doing, you know, what type of attitudes I had been in. Dr. Nardi, does it also go for, like, what type of things we may ingest in, on TV before we go to sleep? Is that a part of our nourishment, what we see through our eyes or having conversations or things like that? Yes, what that 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 is that that is true, but that is not this this these are visual impulses. Visual impulses are not are not as strong as auditory impulses. Things that you hear, things that you hear, uh, things that you hear are stronger than things that you see before you go to bed. Oh. So you can you, you can watch you can watch some 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 horror movies on television. You will not. Take this to uh, uh, you will not revisit this in your dream at all. You may not, but if somebody makes you angry, if somebody insulted you, if somebody humiliated you and disgraced you, this is far deeper than visual impulses. Mm. That's a biggie. Let me get to a couple of these callers real quick before we get to the next half of the lecture. First caller is calling in from uh, 678-744. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Uh, Peace, Coach. This is uh, Raziel. How you doing? 
Yes, uh, you're going to have to talk up a little bit. I can barely hear you. All right, this is Raziel. Can you hear me better? No, sir. No. Uh-uh. I know that's Raziel out of uh, out of Detroit. I heard Raziel, that part. But... Okay, that's a lot better. Okay, good. You can hear me better now? Yes, sir. Yes. Okay, that's what's up. What's going on, Coach? What's happening? How you feeling tonight? Um, doing pretty well, man. Um, uh, definitely had to uh, come in and listen to the show. Uh, put my input on. Um, I've been having a lot of dreams recently. Um, I've been kind of uh, on uh, just cutting back from a lot of fast food, eating, uh, try to eat healthy. You know, make home good meals. And uh, but I've been having a lot of dreams about. Um, just dealing with, I guess, a lot of aggression uh, within my dreams. I'm, um, I'll put it out there. I'm like, just damn near like almost killing people. You know, <laughs> I mean, just you know, taking over people. A lot of aggression in dreams. Um, you know, nothing like uh, massacre, but just dreams like that. You know, so. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um. There is there is so, there is something there is something in you that is coming out that is coming out when you sleep that's coming out right. in, the, in the subconscious. There is something in you that you have not been able to resolve on, in the conscious in your conscious state. There is some your cells are telling you that there is something in you that you have not resolved. Go down, go deep inside yourself, research yourself, and find out. What are the issues that you have been dealing with in your conscious state that you have not resolved? This is what is playing out. And you are getting some relief by killing people in your dream state, by hurting people in your dream state. You are getting some relief. You should have gotten this relief in your conscious state, and you are not getting this relief. So you have work to do. Your cells are telling you that no. What you are doing is not right. In your conscious right. state, investigate. Investigate your life again. And find out what you, are left, what you have left out. You have some inadequacies. Some, so you have some shortcomings. And your cells are bringing this out to you. Okay. Indeed. Indeed. Hmm. So, so you have you have work to do. You have work to do. A lot of work to do. Yeah, you're right on that, sir. But that's okay. You know what I'm saying, Dr. Nardi? That's another good question I wanted to ask. Like, with people who have violent dreams like that, uh, are some of the foods that they could be eating culturally or habitually have some type of effect on the type of dreams that they have? Yes. Yes, most most of the most of most of the foods that have effects on um, on on um, negative effects on dreams are foods that have a lot of heavy 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 uh, minerals. Cadmium cadmium is a very very heavy mineral. So if you eat some wheat foods, if you eat some wheat foods that have a lot of cadmium. Um, um, these are going to uh, interfere with the electrical waves. You know, cad- cadmium is a very, a very heavy mineral. 
if you also consume things that have nickel. Well, nickel is not as heavy as cadmium, but nickel, nickel, the ions of nickel are, are very, very disturbing to the, um, uh, to the electrical patterns in the human body. So I would recommend very strongly that you eat, uh, when, you eat, when you eat fruits, when you eat something very, very light, when you look at, uh, 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 when you study the, the book title, what to consume, and you, you see turnip green, you see collard green, these are very, very, uh, these are very good foods that do not contain, that do not have uh, heavy minerals, you know. So uh, the kind of food that you eat, we are what we eat. The kind of foods that you eat may or may not interfere with your electrical signals. And don't forget that what is a dream is a translation of what happened in the conscious state in the subconscious state. That's the translation. And this transition results in the twisting of the electrical waves. What is the brain? The brain is nothing but nerves and blood vessels. That's it. There is no fat in the brain at all. It's just, by, it's just mushy stuff called gray matter and white matter. And then it is electricity that runs the brain. And when we are dreaming... What are you dreaming? It's through the mind. And what is the mind? It's the abstract part of the brain. Abstract part of the brain. So it's electricity. Something is interfering with electricity. And it's twisting things around. And then some of these are now becoming symbols. Animals. Uh, horses. I mean animals. Uh, water. Fire. The sky. Trees. You know. Sometimes even... Uh, 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 your best friend, your best friend, will be twisted. Your best friend, in, in te- your best friend's intentions will be twisted. You know your best friend to be a very nice person in the in the in the in the, in the uh, conscious state, but in the subconscious state, you may see him or her coming after you with a knife, with a gun, or something like that. Okay, so you need to you you need to revisit your relationship. Is it true or is it not true? If it is not true, which part of it is not true? Or if it is true, which part of it is true? Wow. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's why I guess why people are supposed to be taking notes, you know, and paying, and, uh, paying closer attention. Uh, let me move on to the next caller. Caller from the 216-314. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, this is Akula Tammy calling from Cleveland, Ohio. Hey there. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Oh, everything is wonderful. I just, uh, first off, want to just hope that everybody uh, did okay with the storms that went through. I know that some people in um, different parts of the country are still without power, so hoping that everybody... Is okay and not illy affected by that too much. Um, but I wanted to, to share with everyone a dream that I had. And as I was listening to what was said, I started sort of kind of putting some things together. So I just, uh, Dr. Narke, if you help me with, <laughs> with this. Um, it's been about a year ago. I went on a trip 
and I went to Africa, and um, I went specifically to Ghana. And there was an incident that happened over there uh, with the tour group that I was traveling with, and um, the the leader of the trip was very um, bullheaded and and um, had some power issues, so I sort of just laid low. And um, at one point there was a a situation where there were some um, some young boys from one of the villages that we had visited who came, we had had some um, things made, and they brought them to our hotel. And so it was early in the morning, and they had traveled a very long time. And so I had checked around with everybody to see, make sure everyone had eaten, who was going to eat. And so um, I did not see the, the trip leader so I asked a couple of the other people who seemed to be, like, in a leadership-type position, do you think it would be okay if I, you know, offered them some food? And so I did, and I found out that that was not the correct thing to do. Now, I'm still grappling with if it was the wrong thing to do because I wasn't supposed to do it or if it was the wrong thing to do because I didn't ask the leader. Well, I'm just setting the stage for you because – about a night or two ago, I had a dream, and I've not spoken to this particular person um, since the episode happened. And, and they came to me in a dream, and it was very interesting because it was centered around water, a bathroom. Um, I was coming out, and she was waiting to go in, and that's where a confrontation happened in my dream. And she said, so what are you going to say? And I was sort of shocked, like, what, you know? And when she went to speak, she, the words didn't come out clearly. They came out as if, if someone's talking and a burp comes out with it, like she had gas or something. And so I sort of made a funny face and, and like, laughed, but it sort of broke, broke the whole um, seriousness of that situation because it could have gone a very different way in my dream. And so I'm just wondering what deficits I have in my eating or whatever of why this this dream came to me. And I normally don't dream, or at least I don't remember them, but this one is very vivid just a couple of days ago. This was an incident that happened a year ago, and it was replaying itself under different circumstances. The confrontation was not, the confrontation was not resolved to your satisfaction. This was this the confrontation was so result to your satisfaction, and this is something that had been that had been haunting you. It has been with you, and unless you do something about it, yourself will still not be satisfied. Find a way to resolve something like this. You don't have to go to Ghana. You can resolve it right here in Ohio or any part of the United States, but by uh, 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 satisfying the needs of yourselves. Okay, how? <laughs> no, you see, no, you see, I, I want you, I, you experience, you experience this. So I want you to be back in the ship as the ship's captain. I want you to be in charge. Use your creativity to resolve this issue. 
This is what your cells want you to do. So because it's, it's, I, I did not like the way she dealt with it. I mean, she yelled at me in front of everybody, which, hey, you know, I, I'm, I was sort of kind of okay with that. But the, the reason she yelled, I thought, you know, we're here on a, on a um, goodwill type. On, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Right, mission. But then I thought I was doing an act of goodwill, and I got yelled at for doing an act of goodwill. And so that didn't sit well with me, but it just made me see that, Maybe this is not what it's, you know, cracked up to be. And so I was okay with that because I I felt that at the time I had made a really good decision to feed some people who were in need. However, I was just looking, reminiscing and saying, wow, that was almost a year ago. That's correct. You see, this is what I'm I'm saying. You know, it did not sit well with you. It did not. And you thought that it was something that you could just clear away, just with a wave of hand. No, yourselves have registered it. That's what I'm saying. Yourselves have registered So how are you going to solve this problem? Use your creativity now. How are you going to solve this problem? I'm not sure that I need to go and see her to solve it, or mm-hmm. if it's just something that I need to do, like a some type of a ritual to clear that from me just just you see sometimes people 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 do good to you and they are not they are no longer around and uh, they are dead for no fault of their own or yours but you can still you can still do something by doing something good for someone else who is still alive that's what i'm talking about but but if i keep doing these good works trying to heal something that wrong for lack of a better word with or inside of me I mean that seems like that would send me off on some you know doing all these like a it's a Forrest Gumpish thing you know doing all these <laughs> things not really you know getting you to where you want to be <laughs> you, the best the best the best solution with the best solution is let the best time come and then you'll be, you, you, you be pointed in the right, I mean, the, the right direction will be pointed to you. I, if I were you, if I were you, I, you see, it, it took one year or one and a half years for you, for this, for this circumstance, for this episode to replay itself in a different, from a different angle. If, it, if after two years, this does not replay itself, the problem has been solved. Mm-hmm. That's why left me alone. I will not worry about it. Now, that's what I. That's what. No, no. The symbol of water, the symbol of food, and all that. These are these are symbols. Let them play themselves out. Okay. And then eventually it will be clear. If five years from now you don't have an episode of this nature. <laughs> The cells have taken care of it. Okay. So okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Sometimes I think uh, a lot of people also, when it comes to dreams, they want to look at dreams like, why did the brakes go out, or why did 
why did the car not start? And they're looking for a logical, mechanical answer. You know, well, I want to know exactly just like uh, my check didn't go through, so I want to call the bank and find out exactly how many zeros I got in there, how many dollars I got in there. I want it to be cut and dry like that. The spirit world or the realm that we get uh, uh, have dreams in, they don't work like that, do they, Dr. Nardi? No, no, no. They have their own rules. And this is why we must, we have to try, we have to endeavor to understand the rules of the game at that level. They are totally different. Totally different. Even look at the way the cells, look at the cells, look at the way the cells operate. You think there is complete chaos. You think there is complete chaos. Deconstruction, reconstruction. Deconstruction, reconstruction. To you, there is chaos. No. To them, that is perfect order. That is perfect order. The same thing also applies to the spirit world. Mm. So we have to participate or practice. When you just like you told the sister to let it play out, we have to just be able, we have to be there and participate. And 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 understand and understand how everything is done at that level. You need patience. Don't do things your way. That's why I was telling her, let the cells decide. And two years from now, three years from now, if you don't, if you don't receive a report card from them, you are doing fine. But if you, if you are still not doing well, they are going to issue another report card. Mm, mm. Let me get to the next caller. Caller, uh, last four digits ending in 9012. Nine zero one two. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, hey, coach. It's Kimberly calling from Atlanta. Hey, what's up? Peace, peace, oh, peace. How you doing? This is who from Atlanta? Oh, release, release. I'm actually going to be with you guys in the Bahamas. So I'm always looking at you guys, you know, seeing what is what is on what you're up to, trying to get in on your calls and so forth, you know. So yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Glad you, glad you took the time out to give us a call. Yeah, so um, I actually didn't get to listen to much of the um, of the broadcast because I was working. But I said, you know, I'm at least gonna try. I only got in the last few pieces of it, but I decided to just you know call anyway. But um, yeah. So okay. So my my issue is that um. With dreams, I have a, you know, I'm always thinking about dreams. I, I dream very often. I have multiple episodes, at least four episodes a night, and um, so you know, I'm a big dreamer. You know, and I always remember them. I used to have a dream journal actually, and um, one thing, one pattern that I've noticed over the years of my dreams is that I'm always, it's two things mainly. I'm always being chased, and I normally wake up right before I get caught. And um, or I'm over, or I'm hearing, or I'm here overhearing, you know, a plan against me. Another thing that I notice a lot in my dreams is doors, and you know, and you know, um, like, like people, like the person is chasing me to attack me, and I'm trying to lock all the doors, um, lock all the doors in the house. And it's weird because a lot of my dreams happen in my old home in Antigua, um, in the Caribbean where I grew up, and that, I mean, of all the places I've lived, that has the most doors. 
and a lot of my dreams are placed there. So, you know, people will be chasing me. They'll be coming towards the house, and I'll try to lock all the doors, lock all the windows, lock the kitchen door, the living room door, the back door, the, the, um, you know, the, the laundry room door, everything. And then one door never gets locked properly. And I'm ended up holding on to that door, you know, while they're pulling at it, trying to get in at me. And I've, I've seen, you know, I see that so often, you know, the thing with doors and the thing with always being chased. And, um... Yeah, I'm always being chased, and or, or I'll wake up right before I'm killed, or um, as I said, right before I'm caught. Just about two nights ago, I dreamt that um, I was being chased to be raped, and um, I woke up right, you know, <clears throat> right before the person would have gotten me. So, um, yeah, that's something that I've seen, you know, often, and I've tried to, like, um, interpret it myself, you know, with the doors. I'm thinking, okay, something with security it has to be something with security with these doors. And them not being, you know, one one door not being shut properly. I'm, like, that's what I'm telling myself. And with me being chased, I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's because I'm living in fear. Because I do live in fear. I'm, I'm still afraid of the dark. You know, I'm very I'm, I'm paranoid um, about certain things. Um, often there have been, you know, a year where for, for um, almost the entire year it was like living in a horror movie. I was afraid to even open up a door because I thought that something was behind it to get me. And up to now I still wouldn't close my eyes in the showers because I think somebody's outside to get me. <laughs> so I'm thinking, you know, all of this <laughs> is because I live in fear. So when I dream about being chased, you know, to be raped, I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe it's because I've been raped multiple times. Or maybe, you know, when somebody's about to kill me, I'm thinking, well, maybe it's because I've been stabbed and I've been a victim of, you know, um, couple um in terms of homicides you know so that's what i've been interpreting it as but i'm, I'm just okay. not sure you know that's all i could work with well thank you um you have a lot of work to do mm-hmm. a lot a lot a lot and i don't know what kind of ailments you have right now I don't know what kind of ailments you have right now. Don't tell anybody. Keep it to yourself for now. But um, you have work to do at your cellular level. One thing is, yes, at the cellular level, your cells will have to be ionized. Your cells will have to be ionized. Because you are are always trying to escape, and they are coming after you. This means that you have a backlog of work that has not yet that has not yet been cleared. Mm-hmm. And two, always your determination to escape is good. That is your determination to succeed. You are doing everything humanly possible to succeed. That is what that is what you are going through right now. You are doing everything humanly possible. But something is dragging you down. Something is pulling something is, is biting at your heels. Something is there. To hold you back. Yes. So your dream is telling you. That's why you have these multiple dreams. You have multiple dreams because you have not yet addressed these issues at the cellular level. You have not yet done that. So it's yourself okay. who are telling you that the, the, your, your, the solution to your problem is not in nutrition. You may eat all kinds of foods. But the cells that, con- that, con- that make up your nervous systems are so massively congested that, look at you. You are, you are, you are talking, about, uh, talking about what I said earlier, about, this, about the, the ramifications of some of this. You know, fear, fear. These are panic attacks. Fear of the dark. These are the ramifications of panic attacks. You see? So, yes, that's what I'm saying, you see. And that's why I'm saying that you cannot lie at all. 
if even if you do and you go to sleep, your your, your subconscious will speak you out. Your subconscious will speak you out. So that's what is happening. I think that um I think that when she goes back, she said she didn't catch to like the very beginning of the show where Dr. Naughty was talking about um well, he was talking about these three. It was like right at the beginning, so maybe I think like at the twenty-third minute when he when he came in about um, the different types of um, nervous systems that we have that lead, and and if they are not, you know, what I'm saying not properly aligned, then you could either have a panic attack, a hysteria attack, or an anxiety attack. And it seems like you've been experiencing all three of those. So one of the things I and like Dr. Nardi says. Um, it's not about the food consumption as much as it is correcting at a cellular level, which is why symptometry is here, why the um, American College of Symptometry is here. I definitely would suggest that you call Dr. Nardi, uh, get a free consultation, or anybody who's listening, go to symptometry.info, click on Contact Us, and fill out the consultation form. The consultations are free, and he and you notice he said, keep keep the disorders to yourself because those are for private consultations. You see what I'm saying? And like I say all the time, don't talk to non-experts when you're going to get your hair done. You, it, it's not for you to consult with the person who's in who's uh, who's doing your hair and their expertise is in doing hair. Their expertise is not in uh, translating dreams or even um, helping you repair on a cellular level. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right, so I just wanted to give you uh, the number out for Dr. Nardi for everybody at this particular time. It's 708-691-4977. Seven zero eight six nine one four nine seven seven, or reach out to symptometry.info, click on the contact tab, and then fill it out. You know, I'm having these multiple dreams, you know, X, Y, Z, and lay it out. And as I tell everybody, make sure you remain honest. When Dr. Nardi is doing your consultation and asking you certain questions, you know, the more information that he has. So don't say, oh, my list is too long. Dr. Nardi, can you please let the young lady know why it's important that we cover all the bases during the consultation and not hold anything back? Yes, because um, um, if you if you if you omit certain details, uh, you are going to make work more difficult for me because their whole body is interconnected. Their body is interconnected, and if you are not able to solve a problem. It will come back into come back in the form of a different symptom. So you may think that this symptom is different. No, it is not. It is just a different version of the same problem. And they will keep coming and coming and coming, just like even in your own dreams. You've been dreaming about you escaping all the time. Next time you escape, it's just because you have not been able to address the problem at the cellular level. And the same thing also applies to all your ailments. Don't think that okay, the. Uh, 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 the, the, the pain in your big toe is not the same as the chronic headache you've been having. Or the cramps you've been having in your left calf is not the same as uh, uh, your swollen knee. No. Just tell me everything and I will make the connection. I will give you a particulate that has a broad, that is broad spectrum. That will be able to cover as many bases as possible. And this is how eventually you will hear. But if you tell me just about half 
of what I'm supposed to hear, and I start the treatment, you begin the other cells that will have used the same particulate also, and because they were neglected, they will also begin to complain. Then you say, oh, but your treatment is having a side effect. No, it is not having a side effect. You were the one who hid certain things away from me. And your cells are telling you that I am also here. I started this problem first, and you neglected me, and you, you are taking care of the heel that is hurting, whereas the sugar, you should have taken care of the headache also. Mm-hmm. Dr. Narty. Yes, sir. Um, so let's just think, when you talk in terms of these symptoms showing up, and, we, and I know we're talking about dreams, but let's just take something like, you know, gout. Now, oftentimes, you know, people think of gout, they either get it in their foot or in their heel or something like that. But how would gout affect someone in their ear or in their, you know, in another part of their body? Yeah, you see, okay, we have gout. That's a concretion, or that is a that is a, that is a blockage. But in other parts, in other parts of the, you know, don't forget that the human body has two hundred and twenty segments. So um, in in the heel, it is gout, but in the let's say in the in the fingernails, in the you know, some people have fingernails that hurt badly, you know. Uh, in the fingernails, it is gout that is mixed with calcareous uh, deposits, or it is gout that is mixed with another kind of uh, concretions called lithiasis. So what I will do is, whilst I'm addressing gout uh, in the heel, and the person also told me about the nails that, are, that, that, that hurt so bad, or the ear, that the left ear or the right ear that hurts bad, what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect all this and find one common denominator for all the three symptoms. And I'm going to use that. This how is going to remove gout from the different places. Now, if it's a combination of gout and lithiasis or gout and another uh, blockage, it will require the second treatment or the third treatment before everything will be cleared. So eventually, you will be healthy. Now, sometimes gout also affects the, uh, the, the mental level by, by disturbing the electrical patterns, by disturbing the electrical patterns. So the particulate that will clear the gout and the gouty depo- deposits and the calcareous deposits elsewhere will also clear the blockages that are in the brain that are compelling the person to have a particular pattern of dreams. Mm-hmm. So, so, so therefore, if it is gout in the ear, a person could be having trouble with their hearing. It may not. It may not definitely. Yeah. Okay. We are hearing. Hearing. Yes. But you see, as far as hearing is concerned, you have to be more specific. Is it hearing? where the timbre of a person's voice is too low, or is it vibrations that are trapped there that causes uh, ringing in the ear, or uh, almost deafness? Uh, what, 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 kind of, 
what is the what is the degree of hearing impairment that you are talking about, or is it pain? Yeah, pain, pain in the ear, or pain in the ear. You know how I mean, just like right now with with uh, these uh, Q-tips and cotton swabs, and you go down in the ear, and there's itching in the ear, that type of thing. Yes, I mean, yeah. They sell those things in. The, they sell those things all over the place, you know. Yeah, but you see, in, in this situation, it is gout that is preventing the tissue of the ear from renewing. So what I do is when I give you, a, tell me exactly what is happening there, and be very specific. When I'm looking for the particulars, be very specific. Then I will give you the particulars that will remove the gout from there, so that the tissue of your ear will be able to renew. What is health? Tissue renewal. Nurturing. Nurturing. An enzyme surplus. Dr. Nardi, how um how much of a factor is enzyme deficiency playing in people's uh, electrical waves during sleep that cause these dreams? Yes, everything everything we do, everything we produce requires enzymatic reaction. And if you are not producing enough enzymes, you remember I was telling you about uh, if, you are, if, you, if you are hungry, I'm sorry, find something to eat before you go to bed. And if you don't eat something before you go to bed, you are going to produce fizzling enzymes. And fizzling enzymes are the very, very disturbing kind of enzymes that disturb the electrical waves in the brain. That's what, this is what distorts the images to the point where they cause nightmare. Nightmare that will drive you out of bed. You know, sometimes a child uh, is hungry, but uh, mommy is fast asleep because mom, mommy, mama has worked two jobs and uh, she's 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 back home and she's knocked out, and uh, the child has nothing to eat. So it's nine o'clock, and the child goes to bed. In the middle of the night, something would be wrong with this child. He'd be sweating, waking up with sweat. Where does this nightmare come from? The enzyme deficit that cause fizzling enzymes that are disturbing the electrical waves in the brain translate all this into nightmare. So it is not good for you to have an enzyme deficit. Always have an enzyme surplus. Always. Thank you. Dr. Nardi, I want you to continue with the rest of the information and research that you have um, brought forward tonight. We stopped to get a couple calls in. And a lot of people have put their hands up and have a question, but I still want you to continue on with the with, with the um, with the rest of the research that you brought to the table tonight. And we will get to the people who have raised their hand. Y'all just be patient with us. Okay. Um, uh, the the lady said something very interesting about um, um, escape. You know, she's tried to escape people chasing her and all that, and then she she succeeds in, in getting away. And then all of a sudden she wakes up. Or sometimes 
she's just they are, they are just about to catch her, and then she suddenly wakes up. Yes, that is the determination to succeed that your that yourselves have printed out and have laid it before you. It's good you have the determination to to succeed, but you still have work to do. You still have to clean up yourselves because the self do not want you to have something that you don't deserve. The cells do not want you to have something that you don't deserve because there must be balance after you have acquired your new your fame. There must be balance. If there is no balance, you'll be the loser. And the cells do not want this to happen. So they are going to create dreams where you'll be escaping, but something will be holding you back. So this kind of dream is very important, especially for people who want to succeed in life, for people who have big plans. Clean up yourself. Clean yourselves first. And then what comes to you will be received in a very balanced state. So don't take these dreams for... Uh, just, just, just don't take them cavalierly. Please take them very seriously. Because if they had no, uh, if they had no importance, they would never, never have been communicated to you. They have been communicated to you so that you do something about it. Failure. Failure. You are embarking on a project. And in your conscious state, you don't know whether the project is going to fail or not. Your cells are relaying this to your mind already. Don't forget that the cells know the past and they know our future. And since you are embarking on a project and the project is going to fail, they are going to relay, they are going to relay this future trend to you through a fall, you will fall. You fall from a horse. You fall from a cliff. It will be a fall. Don't take this fall lightly. When you wake up, revise your strategy. You have your master strategy and your auxiliary strategy. Revise your strategies. Do what you are supposed to do. This is what I do when I have some communications. This is why these days I don't have any project. I don't have any plans. What are your plans for New Year? I have no plans. I go with the flow one day at a time. That's the kind of person I am. I, I, when I go to bed, I don't have any plans for what I'm going to do tomorrow. No. I wake up and my assignment is there. This is how I've been operating for years and years and years because I learned my lesson. If you have some, if you fall, if you fall from a cliff, if you fall from a mountain, from a hill, you fall from a bicycle, a motorcycle, or something, be careful. You have a project in the making, and you are being warned yourself are already five years ahead of you. Five years ahead of you. They are warning you. 
So don't take dreams lightly. Five years out. That is <laughs> some people uh some people call that um what do you call that um deja vu like maybe I'm in something and I meet someone or I'm in a going up a set of stairwells or putting my hand on a doorknob and then I say, I've seen this before. Is that similar to what you're talking about, Dr. Nardi? Yes. Deja vu deja vu is, is is the same episode that is being that is being played, that is being replayed this time on a different theater. You see. Is that deja vu? Because as soon as the mind says it, it's going to recognize it. That yes. But deja vu is is something is something that has that has occurred before. That is deja vu. That is French. That is metaphoric. That is French. That is something that has occurred before. That you have seen before. That has played out before, and you may have you may have missed it, and it's coming back to you, like this lady who has been having problems with escapes and escapes, and she has not been doing something about it. It is in her situation. It is deja vu. It is telling her that this is what you should have done two years ago. You didn't do it. Here is another episode. You should have done this. You didn't do it. Here is another episode. That's why two days are never identical. The person you met at 12 o'clock or the person you spoke to at 12 o'clock yesterday will not be the same person you are going to speak at 12 o'clock tomorrow. At 12 o'clock tomorrow, you are going to talk to a different person. So every day is different. Every day is different because the round of vibrations are different. That's how unique our planet is, and that's how unique our, uh, we are individually. Mm. <laughs> the uniqueness of the human DNA, the, the, the unique, the human design. Each of us have each of us having these. Oh, uh, very specific. I will call them positions. Sometimes duties, and other times I may call them positions because we all we all are playing a part in in the in this whole thing unfolding. So, phew, this 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 is an exciting conversation. If y'all in the chat room, anybody wants to get in on this, please dial in three four seven two zero five nine zero eight one. I'm sorry, nine zero eight nine. Press one and please turn your speakers down. Um, you are now listening to Dr. Maxwell Nardi, founder of Symptometry. Dr. Charles Abbott, the president of the American School of Symptometry, and myself, Coach Kair, um, aspiring symptometrists on the come up, as well as uh, Coach Extraordinaire. Um, Dr. Nardi, with these, um, what say you about lucid dreaming and astral travel? A lot of people say, when I go to sleep, I travel. And there's a science concerning lucid dreaming. Do you have any um do you have any background information or research on lucid dreaming and astral travel? Yes, astral travel takes you to the edge of the spirit world. It does not take you to the spirit world, it takes you to the to the highest level of the of the of the psychic world. That is that is uh, 
that is a zone between the spirit world and the psychic world. So astral travel is very interesting because it helps you to it helps you to pick signals from 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 this from from these um, um, areas of the universe. But as far as astral travel is concerned, um, you have to know exactly what. Um, uh, what 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 was communicated to you? You must have a notebook to write all these things down. And if you don't have a notebook to have these things to write these things down, your astral travel will be nothing. It will be empty. You just enjoy it uh, every once a week or twice a week, and it will just be like a, a, a memorable experience that you cannot communicate to anybody. So I would recommend very strongly that people who Engage engages in astral travel. Um, um, take it very seriously, so that um, uh, if they have a mission to play, uh, if 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 they if they have if they have a mission or a role to play on this planet, that mission will be clearly defined. You know, uh, in my situation, I never had, I did not have astral travel. Um, I didn't dream. And I didn't even know that I was on a mission until something happened and my mother told me who I really was. And then from there, things, be, things did not begin to unfold, to unfold in, my, in, in my favor. It was rather the opposite. I went to hell upon hell until finally, after ending the spiritual points and passing all my spiritual tests, here I am. So when you are engaging in astral travel, I will recommend very strongly that you take it very seriously because that's a big advantage. You are you already ahead of the way I started. I did not start astral travel, you know. I was, I was banging my head here and there. So if you start your, if your astral travel, you are on a higher plane. So take good advantage of that. As far as lucid dreams are concerned, these are also very important. Because they are indicators. What are you going to do with these indicators? What are you going to do with these indicators? So please don't waste your, 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 your dream energy and your sleep energy. Put them to good use. Thank you. Mm, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Let me get back over here to the call lines. Caller from the 202-627. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, Carol in Alexandria, Virginia. Hey, what's going on, Carol? Hi, good evening, everyone. I have a question Hello, on... Good evening. I have a question, several questions on dreams. Whoa, one, several, please. One, one at a time, please. <laughs> okay. One, I was born with a veil or what they call a call, C-A-U-L, over my face. And I have had many foretelling dreams since my youth, and I don't know if there is a connection with that. Um, the first one is, uh, this one was not a dream, actually. Someone had just died, and about four days after they died, they appeared to me. And um, I asked this person that had died, to tell me whether this man I was dating was okay, and he called him Agaro or Agaru. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, ask him. And then he disappeared. He dissipated. 
So I, I I don't know if you know what the word agaro or agaru means. Okay, that's number one. First, and, and no, first, first, the mere fact that the mere fact that the mere fact that uh, the person chose you to communicate with you. How old were you then? Um, it was about four or five years ago. No, how old were you four or five years uh, ago? I would say about fifty-one, fifty-two. And what did you do? What did you do with the contact that you had with this person who died for this earlier? Okay, I'm sorry. Repeat that. What did you do with the contact, with the message that you, with with with, with what happened between the two of you after he disappeared? What did you do with that I communication? Asked- Okay, I asked the, asked the man, the living man, had he ever heard of the word agaro or agaru, and he said he thought he did, but he didn't remember. And so we began to search it out on the Internet. And the well, first thing... Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Go ahead. And the first thing? And initially, the first thing that came up was... Uh, it was a liver medication, and so I know a liver is uh, dealing with, the, I think, emotions of anger or something. Now, since every so often I check on the Internet, and there's a, a lot of things pertaining to a, a garo or a garu, uh, there's an extinct tribe G- in Africa. G-A-R-U. I, I spelled it several ways. I didn't know how to spell it. I spelled it A-G-A-R-R-O. And then I spelled it A G A R U, so I don't know what the proper spelling is. And this man is he with you today? No. Okay. This was this was this was the warning that you had, and you did not take it seriously because you did not know what the word meant. Right. And here you are. You went and asked the man whom you were asked to watch out for. You were went and asked him, what is the explanation of this word? Well, he told you, <laughs> I'm listening. The, he, the, the deceased man told me to ask him. So to I ask, did. Oh, he, oh okay. He, he, told, he told you to ask him. So yes. that was, that, fine. That was, that, was, that was a brazen effort. That I understand. But here is my question. You are going to ask a man who has several uh, illnesses that he did not disclose to you. And do you think that person is going to disclose the illnesses to you? First of all, you also did not know that he has some, some, some illnesses because you did not know what Garu means. Correct. You see, you did not know what Garu means. So I wish you were a little bit uh, you were a bit spiritually enlightened so that you know what Garu meant at that time, but you didn't know. But it's okay. Uh, let let us not cry over spilled milk. Uh, I I hope you have learned your lesson, especially for somebody like you who um, has some some connection with the with the other with the other side. Uh, make good use of this connection because you 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 are you are very important for the human race. Okay. What's your next okay. question? Okay, and the, the last one uh, is I mostly dream in colors, but I've noticed sometimes when we have storms, the inside lights are off and the outside street lights are off. And when I dream, 
uh, when all the electric or all the light is off, my dreams are very, very bright neon colors. And does that have any um, connection with it being totally dark? Okay, bright, bright neon colors. Let me. Are you, are you wearing glasses? Uh, reading glasses, yes. Yeah, wearing glasses. All right, this is an indication of the condition of the cones and the rods in your retina. Oh. This indication of the condition of your, the cone and the rods of your retina. Uh, ionize, ionize uh, your retina, and so that uh, you, so that you, so that you, you keep your, so that you, your eyes, so that you don't experience dimness as you age. But if you don't do that, you're going to experience dimness as you age. Okay. Okay. That's why you. I ask you. That's why I ask you if you wear some some kind of glasses. Okay. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Carol. Thank you, Carol. All right, we're getting on down to it tonight. Let me get to the next caller. Caller from the 612-219. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, hello? Yes, can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? This is Yema calling from Minneapolis. How are you, Coach Kair? Dr. Nardi, how are you? Oh, yeah, man. Fine, fine, fine. Okay, well, um, of course, you know a lot about my situation. I've been to your clinic. But one thing I didn't talk to you about as as it relates to dreams, um, the dreams that I've dealt with is, First of all, I consider it frivolous, and I, I don't always remember. <laughs> you, see, you see, frivolous. This is how you, you, you dismiss them already with a wave of hands. No. It's just, I mean, it's not good or bad. It's, sometimes it's not specific, and it's probably just because of me. I want it to be very specific and clear, and I understand mm-hmm. it's not always like that. But one thing that is consistent for the majority of my dreams um, since um, – 2003, when I left high school and moved from my childhood house, is that I, I've always had the different type of dreams, no matter what the scenario is, I always find myself back in my childhood house. The dream, the dream can start off, you know, somewhere else. You know, sometimes I dream about work, or I'm thinking about work, Any anything. I can be anywhere with different types of people, but somehow... I find myself in the house with the same people I'm dreaming about or different people. And it's not necessarily that something bad or um, any it's happening or somebody is attacking me, but it's just the setting is in my childhood house. I am trying to really find meaning in it because it's, it's a recurrent thing. And <laughs> my my dear mother and some other loved ones in my family and elders um think it has to do with witchcraft, <laughs> I, you know, or, or some evil forces um, that trapped my spirit there, and it has to do with my destiny. Um, I need more explanation than that. I have my, my personal philosophy and beliefs about the witchcraft that people, you know, culturally from where I'm from believe in in West Africa. I, I think that it's more to the story than witchcraft, but I, I'd like to get your perspective on it. Well, thank you very much, Yema. Um, uh, where I come from, um, there is witchcraft, and the people believe in witchcraft and all that. Um, it is not a matter of believing 
in witchcraft or not believing in witchcraft. It's a matter of knowing whether this really exists or not. And uh, uh, many people need to be scientifically enlightened about what happens. And it is when people do not know what happens, really, at the plant level, at the dream level, at the physical level, then the sermons, the guess that it should be witchcraft. So this word, this word belief does not exist in my vocabulary. Either I know it or I don't know it. Your childhood, you are, you are going back always to your childhood. Let me tell you something, Yema. Um, all your health problems, all your health problems started from childhood. And if you do not address these problems, and it's good that you, you flew in, you, you drove in to come and see me, and I'm not going to discuss what we discussed, because that's, that's between the two of us. So it's good that you came, and I am going to, I, I'm going to revise your situation, and I'm taking, it, I'm taking you back to your childhood. Every condition that you had in your childhood will have to be addressed. I am treating a woman right now who has been suffering from chronic pain in her wrist. And what I ask her to do is tell me about your childhood. Tell me all the diseases that you had in your childhood. And I use only one particulate, one particulate, and the problem is gone. What was that? Her main problem in the childhood was viral diseases. She suffered from chickenpox, and after chickenpox, she suffered from measles. Then after measles, as she grew up, she suffered from shingles. I used one particulate to neutralize the toxins from her cells, and today this woman is pain free. I did not ask I did not I did not chase her symptoms around to her knee, her heel, her wrist, her fingers that were sometimes swollen. No. I just used one particular. So your treasure is in your childhood. This is why you keep having these dreams. You thought that these dreams were frivolous. No, they are not <laughs> So now, this has given me a pointer. It is pointing in the right direction, and that is where I will be heading. Okay? Okay, Dr. Nadi, um, but just in case for other people who experience something similar where it's a specific place, like a house, you know, a childhood house or a relative's house or a specific location that they always find themselves in, just for anybody else listening that can relate is there something about a physical place coming up in the dream that you you know that would apply to most people? Can you yes yes there, yes there is there is there is a place look um, I where I was raised where I was raised for 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 eleven years before I came to Ghana, which is Gabon in Libreville. I don't dream of that place, and that place does not recur because. I have finished all that I had to do in that area. If you have not finished 
what you have to do? Well, you have to go back there. And if you have some diseases that you have not cleared, you have to clear them. And after clearing these diseases, if you have to go back and build a house, a better house than the house that you left, you do that, and that will be the end of the story. Mm. Okay, so it's unresolved things from that time of my life. That's correct. The house could be a symbol of that, that time in my life with the significant things. That's why, that's why I said don't, don't use the word frivolous anymore. Okay. <laughs> Only that it just seems like there's no connection, but again, maybe it's just my own limitation. I'm not seeing the connection, but um. But now, I mean, now you now you understand the connection. Yes. Okay. Now you understand Thank the connection. You. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yes, uh, your microphone is open. Calling from the 718-650. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Um, Cherokee calling from the Bronx, New York. How you doing, Dr. Nauti? Oh, fine, sir. Um, I spoke to you earlier in the week. Um, I was calling because I had spoke with you. I, I was thinking about it over and over again. Um, I had spoke to you before, and I had asked you about herbs and if they cleansed on a cellular level. And also with and, that and, 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 and we we said herbs cleanse at a cellular level. No, I asked you if they cleanse on a cellular. Oh, level. yeah, that's right. Well, you remember my answer, right? You said them on a molecular level. That's correct. You said they're, correct. they're too big. You said they're molecules, so they're too big to get into the cell. That's right. But Good. my question for you is: Do they not contain? Do do cells not have atoms and cells and then molecules that make up the whole? The whole compound. They have atoms and cells, do they not? And are not atoms and cells smaller than the molecule? That's right. This is what you do. This is what you do. When you drink water, when you consume something that has oil, and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the cells produce the enzymes to break them down, and mm-hmm. then and then they produce and then they produce they produce what is called a PCM which is a, a, a minuscule, a tiny, tiny version of a molecule, the tiniest version of the molecule, to drive the nutrient into the cell. Mm-hmm. So the molecule has to be broken down. If it is not yeah. broken down, it is not broken down, it cannot penetrate the cell. No way. Look at, look at, look at the, the size of a cell under a microscope. What can go in there? A molecule can never go. A molecule can never go in there. Not on a cellular level. Pardon? Nothing that's not on a cellular level is going to enter your cell. That's what I'm saying. That the cells produce enzymes, and yeah. these enzymes that break down molecules into monomers, tiny, 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 tiny monomers, and the series of monomers is what is a polymer. So instead of instead of a polymer to get in there, you have a small monomer get into the cell. This is how the cell gets nourishment. So, if that is the case, why is it that herbalists are sick? Herbalists are sick because they cannot get nourishment into their cells. So now, then, what do we say about the herbalists 
that have that have been doing hilly. What do you say about the herbalists that that do what? That have been producing hilly. That have produced have been producing results. The 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 herbalist that has been producing results has a different technique that other herbalists are not aware of. Oh, uh-huh. Brother Cherokee, is there a way that you're trying to tie this into the dream state for tonight's uh, conversation? Um, no, I'm sorry. No, I wasn't. Okay. I appreciate it. I'm going to uh, move on to the next uh, yes. caller. Uh, caller from the 403-590. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? My name is Toya, and I'm calling from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Hi, Toya. How are you doing tonight? Thank you for calling in. I'm doing fine, thank you. Hello, sir. Hello, Dr. Nate. Oh, fine, fine, yeah, fine. Oh, okay, so I have two situations I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay, when I'm sleeping, sometimes um, I'll feel like I'm dropping. But it's not It's not a dream. It's. It feels like it's actually happening. So while I'm sleeping, all of a sudden I drop and I wake up. You know, you are dropping. I see you are dropping. Yes. I mean, could you be clearer? It is not a dream, but you are still in the physical state as if you are dropping. Are you sliding sliding down from your bed or what? Yes, that's what it feels like. But I'm on my bed. You're on it your bed? Like I'm, yeah, it feels like I'm falling from from something. Like even from my mm-hmm. bed, yes, I'm sliding off my bed, but I'm not. I'm on my bed. I'm that's correct. That's correct. That, 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 that has... That, that, that is not a dream. It has something to do with uh, uh, a sleep disorder. Uh, that is not too 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 deep in the sleep, but it's in, in it's, it's in the zone between the sleep and the non-sleep state. Okay. So that has to do with the nervous system. Uh, you see that uh, uh, you uh, you you have certain ailments mm-hmm. that would be would, that would best be addressed from mm-hmm. the back door, from the nervous system section, not from the physical section. Okay. Okay. Here's the second one. So, mm-hmm. um, I avoid sleeping on my back because sometimes um, I'll, I'll be sleeping and then, mm-hmm. but then I'm, but then I'm awake. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I try to move, but I feel like I'm paralyzed. And then, but I can't move. Mm-hmm. And I feel like something is coming, mm-hmm. like fear. So I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. So I try to get out of my Sleep, but I, I can't wake up. I can't. Oh, I can't a, wake up. I'm awake. Yes, yes. You have a, but I can't move. Yes, yes. Your nervous system and your peripheral nervous system are all jammed. You know you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your nervous system and peripheral system are jammed, 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 locked. That, that's okay. that's your situation. Yeah, you have okay. you have a lot of work to do. You have a lot, a lot of work to do. Wow. And. Okay. Uh, uh, Wait a minute. Um, are, are you are you one of my patients? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Yeah, all right. Mm. Okay. All right. We will not discuss the other details. I understand. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, thing <laughs> okay. I want to say. I don't yes. want to say thank you, uh, Coach Kayer, for bringing up the deja vu uh, topic because I used to get deja vus a lot. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. 
Anyway, thanks. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Bye. Okay. All right, bye. Thank bye. you. Um, one of the parts I wanted to add is, from my observation and my personal experience as well, and from what I'm hearing tonight, um, is the the theme is there are no shortcuts on the spiritual path. And when you are covering ground and covering work, you are going to have to meet all of your personal challenges. And when we decide to use what I call the tennis shoe technique, you know, I put on some new tennis shoes or some new sneakers and I try to run away from this situation. And we think physically that we're doing things. I'm not answering the phone for this bill collector. I'm ignoring this man or this woman I was in a relationship with. I'm not responding to this letter that came in the mail. That's how we're dealing with mundane things in our lives. But there are some things that are much larger that we're covering up through those actions. And ourselves are bringing them to our attention to deal with them. And so, um, and, and 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 communicating with us, like Dr. Nardi says, you're either getting a report card or you're getting, you know, some type of information or, like you said at the beginning, something that's happening in your conscious is playing out in your subconscious. And it seems like every person who was called in tonight dealing with the dreams it has been something that we must start to turn and face, you know, and in many calls that we've talked about in symptometry about uh, uh, having courage in order to be successful in life. Um, Dr. Nardi, have you picked up that same theme tonight with a lot of the callers who have been calling in? They are having these dreams of falling or being held back or being chased, and these dreams are actually um, – Sort of playing out in their life as being, as something in their conscious realm is holding them up from the success that they desire. Yes, you see, you, you see, as people have been calling me for the people have been calling me for their success particulate. And Doctor, uh, I said, I need, can I, how, how much does it cost? How much does it cost? I said, no, 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 no. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. Not because you are broke. You want the success particulate to hit the jackpot or something. We don't do that. You have to ionize the blockages from yourselves. You have to you have to do what you have to do in order to be healthy, optimally healthy, before you get your success particulate. Or be halfway through. Then you can get a success particulate because you'll be disciplined enough to do that. If not, it's going to hurt you. Yourself keep telling you that, hey, there must be harmony between the two sides, the physical side and the non-physical side, the concrete side and the abstract side, the conscious side and the subconscious side. There must be harmony. And why do you have all these dreams? You have all these dreams because there is something that is going on on the physical side that is not right. Do something about this. Do something about this. Your cells will keep warning you and warning you and warning you. But And be careful. If the cells have given up on you because you are useless, you are hard-headed, you don't want to listen, you reach a point of no return. 
and it's over. The cells have given up on you. You are going. <laughs> wow. He said the cells will have given up on you. Good gracious. Let me hit my horn on that I didn't even have to go to the gong. So, Dr. Nardi, when someone is ionizing and they're creating an enzyme template and working on themselves and their dreams start to change, are these um, dreams of, uh, of what the person should be doing in have they tracked themselves through? Have they follow a certain path? No, no, no. When you when your three nervous systems are well aligned, you will stop dreaming. When your three nervous systems are well aligned, you will stop dreaming. So it's not a matter of you uh, ionizing yourself and then you start uh, dreaming amorous dreams and drink, uh, dreaming that you are counting thousands of dollars every night and all that. No, 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 no. You will stop dreaming. And this is where you are in closer contact with the spirit world. And instead of dreams, you'll be receiving impulses. And these are messages, coded messages, instructions, directions. Do this. Do that. Open this page. Go here. Go there. So there is a distinguished and a marked difference between the dreams and the coded messages and instructions. That's correct. That's correct. And then as you evolve spiritually, then you begin to have visions. You you begin to have visions about other people. You know. So keep 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 developing. There are various there are various stages of spiritual unfoldment. There are various stages of spiritual unfoldment. And for the message to be crystal clear, you have to be clean inside out. Your cells will have to be super clean. Mm. So that the message that you receive from the spirit world is not distorted in any way. For instance, when you have a friend who is very honest with you and all that, and then in the dream state, that best friend is chasing you with a knife. Okay. Is this a distorted image or is it a true image? This happens in a psychic world. But once you evolve to the spirit world, Everything will be crystal clear. There will be no distortions whatsoever. The friend that you have in the real conscious state, with whom you go, um, you, you do things together, you go to places together, and it's the same. You'll be the same friend that you see also in your dream state, doing things without any distortions whatsoever. That's why it's good to clean yourself up and develop spiritually where every message will be crystal clear. Wow. Uh, please call in. The show's getting ready to go to the after party. It will stop streaming if you're in the on uh, 347-205-9089. Please call in 347-205-9089 if you are on the um, – if you already dialed in and still have your hand raised, I will be getting to you shortly. 
Uh, I do not think we're going to go to full distance on the after party because Kair is suffering from a, a mysterious toothache, Dr. Nardi. I do not know. I, I know myself talking to me about something they are very upset about. And That's so right. I am having some um, some very, very serious uh, communications with them today, and I definitely will probably be calling you early in the morning if I can get to sleep. This thing has been going in and out almost like a, uh, it'll give me a little break for about an hour or two, and mm-hmm. then it seems to be coming back with a vengeance. So um, I'm not really, uh, I've been definitely analyzing some of the things that I have. um, I was out of town this week, and Mm -hmm. that was one of the things I noticed. The discipline that I have here with my mother uh, feeding me a uh, scientific diet, some tometry, that when I step outside of that a little bit, you know, uh, you can hear it from yourselves almost immediately. (laughs) Well, that, that it, it, and I, I know, I know that toothache is very, very painful, especially if if you consume something that has citric acid in it, or yeah, that has too much potassium. Oh man, you have to be very careful about those dentinal cells. Those dentinal nerves are they, they, they don't mess around at all. Yeah. No, no, they do not. Let me move on to uh, move on to the next caller. Uh, next caller, your microphone. Calling from the two two nine four four four. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, uh, greetings, Doctor Nardi. This is uh, Phil calling from Georgia. How's everybody doing? Oh, Phil. Oh, Phil. Fine, sir. What's going on, Neb? How you feeling tonight? Doing all right, man. I, I think I got a little problem with my teeth too, so I, maybe I need to cut back on potassium. I guess. But my question or comment, I guess, is. I know in the the previous weeks you said that the DNA is a recording unit. That's correct. That's correct. And if if you find that you are at odds with someone that you dealt with in the past or presently deal with, it could be something that um, could be recorded previously from your DNA. That's correct. Also also correct. And and, and then it's replaying it. It's replaying it, yeah. Right. So how how does that factor into dreams? So if you have, let's say that you do have the person that you had odds with or have continue to have odds with and you continue to have dreams about um, that individual or those individuals. You see, one thing I would advise you is if, you, if the dream is persistent, I would recommend very strongly that uh, you, you don't reconcile with that person. I would recommend very strongly that you don't reconcile because if you reconcile, you'll be very vulnerable. And if you are vulnerable, that person will get you. Uh-huh. So I would recommend very strongly that you stay away from that person. Okay. Then, well, and then, then please, you know, so, so, sometimes uh, people who are vulnerable make themselves more vulnerable when they go back to the person whom they hurt in the past and then that person flashes a fake smile and all that, uh, look, if, if, if that person is going to get you. So you have to be very careful. So okay. if the person does not get you by hurting you, the person is going to lie, lie on you, do something that is going to hurt your reputation. And you know this America, sometimes to clear your reputation, it may cause you 
over $10,000 or more to pay your reputation. And sometimes you have to move out of the city, out of town, and disappear from that area completely in order to rehabilitate yourself. So you have to be very careful. Some people are very vicious, and if your cells are transmitting all this through your, through, through your mind and through the dream state, you better, better, better watch out and take that very seriously. So even if I was to uh, go through the particular treatment, ionize my blood, you say still avoid them. I will. I would not. I would not recommend. I would not because the human mind is a human mind. You are ionizing yourself. What about that person? Right. <laughs> so, Doctor Nardi, you cannot ionize for two people, can you? Right. <laughs> no. no, unless the two of them come to me and then I ionize them, yes. But uh, you can do your best to do the ionization. But if the other person does not do the ionization, no, uh, no. Hmm. That was a good question right there, uh, Brother Neb, about, you know, a lot of times we try to be so uh, uh, airy-fairy. You know, and say, well, you know, this person is going through something and, you know, we try to make up a lot of reasons. Not saying that we should not love them, but I think what I'm hearing Dr. Nardi saying is if the person is still sick and not seeking assistance or anything like that, it probably will become uh, more harmful than helpful for us to keep hanging around that person, you know. Like a, uh, you know, like a contamination. You know, you left a contaminated area, you went and got clean, and then just because you got clean, you walking back into the contaminated area don't mean that you're going to make everything be clean like you are. You know what I'm is it, uh, Is that close, Dr. Nardi? That's correct. That's, that, 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 that's, that's a good analogy. Excellent. Neb, how you feel about that? Hey, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm just going to uh, stop, stop eating these bananas I got for a couple of days. You said what? Stop eating these bananas. You said you've been eating bananas or you got to stop eating bananas? Stop eating the bananas. Oh, with the potassium? Yes, Are you talking about the two faith that you just switched gears on? Me? Yeah, I did. I did. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you said something about that because I bought some bananas today and I was thinking about. Oh no, you can you cannot do that when you have toothache. No, 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 no. You cannot eat yogurt if you have toothache. You cannot eat banana if you have toothache. No yogurt, no banana. No. What about the watermelon? <laughs> no, what, 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 watermelon is okay. The, the amount of potassium is not as high as that of uh, uh, banana and uh, and. Uh, yeah. Say what, uh, Amso? No salmon. No what? Salmon. No salmon. No salmon. salmon. The fish. The fish. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh lord, he done got me. I yeah, right. Whoever said shit, I, that's the same thing I was getting ready to say. I've been carrying yeah, some salmon up there this weekend yeah, sal too. Sal salmon has a lot, has too much potassium. You know, if you if you have too thick, uh, stay away from that. Wow. <laughs> Big shouts out on that right there. I needed that information. Uh, bombs, please. Say what? <laughs> some bombs, some gongs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, you see, I just dropped one. <laughs> 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 I, I had to do something. 
Or is off. I had to pick them off. Okay, so uh, Neb, did he get all your questions? I got two more callers I want to get to. Please go ahead. I'm I'm good. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you for calling in, big brother. No problem. Thank you. Thank thank you, Doctor. Okay, thank you, sir. Next caller is calling in from maybe a Skype number one one one. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, this is Ray. Can you hear me? This is Ray. Yeah, that's right. Ray L. calling from Vancouver, Canada. How you doing, Ray L.? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. It's good to be on, and hello to everybody on the Internet world and everybody listening to the show. Big ups to Kahir and big ups to Dr. Marty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember the name now. I remember the name, yes. Okay, so I got a question. I don't have a question. I, I, I First of all, I got a story to tell. And the story mm-hmm. is is actually for a lot of the listeners who've been calling in regarding uh, dreams and and uh, how Dr. Nardi talks about um, some of the higher forces. Uh, so I've been doing some work on my own for a long time as a researcher and a math- mathematician, and I'm trying to put together and I have put together what Dr. Nardi talks about regarding the twelve faceted or the twelve human beings as a twelve faceted life force. And um, back in the past, I actually had a wake-up call. And what I mean by that was I was dealing with a woman, and I believed the woman to have ulterior motives at the time. And at the same time, I was also um, um, working out some of the intricacies of the system that I was putting together. And there was one element that I I was unsure about. And one day I was sleeping... And at that time, I really didn't have a lot of money, so I was sharing a place with some friends, and I was sleeping in the living room, and about maybe like 2 o'clock in the middle of the night, or maybe like even 3 o'clock, it wasn't too deep into the night, the phone rang. And I got up, and, and, I, and I thought it was really strange. I remember thinking that it was strange that the phone rang. And I picked up the phone, and a voice just said, Is it finished? And immediately I got scared, and my intuition said that it had to do with the system that I was working on. And so, you know, my rational mind kicked in, and it said, you know, it's got to be somebody else. So, you know, I said, Moochie, is that you? Because I had a friend who I was supposed to be making a painting for at the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the voice just said, is it finished? And I got really nervous, and uh, I didn't know what to say, and I didn't want to disappoint myself in, in this strange way. And I just said, yeah, 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 it's finished. And all of a sudden, the phone hung up. I mean, the, the, the individual hung up. And I, I remember telling myself that, wow, that was, that was the strangest dream I've, I've ever had. Now, I woke up really early for some strange reason, and at that time, I wasn't used to waking up because, you know, I was a heavy weed smoker at the time, and I would wake up around, like, noon. And so I woke up maybe around like 7.30, and I got up, and I took a shower, and my roommate got up, and he asked me, and he said, did Moochie call? And my intuition, <laughs> said, my intuition said, you know, don't screw this up. And so I just slowed down, and I said, did you hear the conversation? And he said, yeah, I did. And I said, what did Moochie ask? And he, and he goes, he asked you if it was finished, and all of a sudden I got goosebumps, and I realized that it wasn't a dream. And so after that, 
you know, I went back into, you know, the, the lab and, you know, I figured out some of the intricacies of the system and I put it together. And then I, I, I got on the email and I sent this woman a, a message. And, and, and afterwards, you know, I broke that relationship. And then ever since then, what had happened was life started to become, turn into one big dream where um, um, years later I got assaulted by the police. I, I was just minding my own business and I got assaulted by the police. Mm-hmm. And, and, and um, I'm, very, um, I'm very into, like, into like um, justice and, like, you know, if something happens where I didn't do nothing, you know, I'm going to take care of it. So I did whatever I could to solve that problem and, um, and eventually a lawyer showed up. I did a lot of work on my own. And I actually had to teach myself a lot of things, and the lawyer show, showed up. And we eventually managed to sort that out. But right before we were about to sign the deal, a year later, almost to the date, the same situation happened again. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and as, as I was going through the situation with the lawyer, my intuition kept on saying, you know, you got to get rid of this guy. you got to get rid of this guy. This, this is something that you're supposed to do on your own. And so eventually, um, right before we signed the deal... I got assaulted, and my intuition was like, you know, this this is some kind of a setup. Anyways, I eventually got rid of the lawyer, and ever since ever since that day, for about five years, I've been dealing with extreme anxiety. And, uh, and uh, I used to be a school teacher, and I just sort of quit. And what's happened so far now is uh, I've learned as much as I could on on the basis of commerce, because what you're dealing with is you're actually dealing with commerce in a, a lot of ways, where a lot of people don't know all this stuff, but. But I wanted to share those two stories because, number one, the first one dealing with the, the wake-up call, and number two, how my life pretty much turned into a waking dream. And um, there's just one last detail that I want to add to the situation with the, the police the second time it had occurred. So right before the second assault happened, I was walking in the park and some random man came, up, came about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just assumed that it was just some random, you know, some random European guy. And uh, and he started talking about the natives. And he was saying, like, you know, like, and, and he was, like, some real frank dude. And he was like, you, you, you know why the, the natives are in their position? And I just let this gentleman talk. And he said, because they haven't told the white man that this isn't his place. He just started saying all this crazy stuff. And I just listened to him. And then right before he left, he made this very funny comment, and, and the comment was to himself, and he said, okay, then that's it, then, then this is where it starts, something like that. And as I was, as, as, I, as he left, I looked on the ground, and I picked up this button, and it said something to do with the law. And then maybe like five minutes later, this crazy situation happened where this, another European man just decided to tell me to get out of the neighborhood. And then I, I was confused, and I went to go talk to him, and then he called the police on me, and then the police came, and then they just knocked me out. And so so that's, that's, that's the end of the story as to how, you know, my life started, turned into this waking dream. So if you have anything to say about that, you know, I, I'd like to hear whatever you got to say, Dr. Garner. Yes, thank you, sir. Uh, Rael, thank you. Um, you cannot, you cannot... Uh, you are suff- you are you are suffering from uh, uh, irresolution because don't allow your life to turn into a rolling dream. You are in charge of your own destiny. 
Don't let others dictate your pace for you. You dictate your own pace. You call the shots. And if you have to break a relationship, go ahead and break it. Go ahead and do it. I don't know how old you are, but uh, go back to your to your childhood days, elementary school days, high school days, where you have worked in different places. How many people ha- haven't you left behind? You have left so many people behind, and you are not in relationship with many people today. Right? That's right. So you have to you have to fit, take the bull by the horns and then call a spade a spade. If the relationship is not mutually advantageous, break it. Break it. Don't break it and look back. Break it and move on. This is how we live in this world. This is a tough world. And you cannot live a life in a rolling dream. You will be the loser if you continue this way. So your cells are communicating these things to you. That's why the same the same episode keeps replaying itself in different ways and on different theaters. So that you learn your lesson. You have not learned your lesson. Break away and move on. You, are you afraid to? Are you afraid to do that? No, you not have, at all. You have, are you afraid of consi- Are you afraid of consequences? No, don't don't be afraid of consequences. If somebody is going to make your life miserable, or if your association with another person is going to make your life miserable, then do what you have to do. God created all of us and played a place as here. God will not come and, 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 and fight on our behalf. If you don't know how to fight, if you don't know how to defend yourself, and you are killed, or you are humiliated, that is your problem. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Kahir. Absolutely. Thank you for calling in all the way from Canada. Appreciate the big time and the love and the shout. All right, we got one more caller. Caller from the 310-324. Your microphone is open. Can I get the name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, caller from the 310-324. Your microphone is open. Can I get the name and where you're calling from, please? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can I have your name, please? Mm -hmm. Oh, hi, Dr. Nardi. How are you doing today? Fine. Who is this? This is Latanya from California. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying the show right now, and um, I got in kind of late to the very end, but um, I wanted to speak about a dream that I just recently had, which was earlier today, and I hadn't mm-hmm. had dreams in a long, long time. Good. So it was kind of was kind of funny that I had a dream this morning, and in the dream, it's like I was traveling to different areas, mm-hmm. and then one particular area, I met up with all my my cousins and my family members, and 
and I was like greeting them and giving them hugs and kisses and and it's just that when I got to my aunt who who's you know severely ill, you know mm-hmm. she's um on insulin and a whole bunch of other medications. I reached down and I gave her a hug and a kiss, and then my mom was sitting next to her, and then I I leaned over to kiss my mom, and we were smiling, and then all of a sudden my alarm clock woke me up. And I was like, wow, you know, it's like I came right out of the dream automatically. And I was so kind of upset because I wanted to know... <laughs> I wanted to know, you know, <laughs> what was going to happen next. <laughs> and so it bothered me, you know, this morning and all, you know, later on today. I was like, wow, you know, I was happy in the dream because I was, you know, I was in a get with a gathering, all my family members, and and I said, why is it that when I got to my mom, you know, I just woke up because the alarm came on. So I was just wondering, what do you um, think that that yeah. dream represented? You know, no, for what, me. What, here, here is here is here is what I know, not what I think. <laughs> here is what I know. Okay, yeah, what you know. Okay. Yes. Um, um, tell me about your mom. There is, uh, there is, there is, there, there are some unresolved issues. There are some unresolved issues, and it is this was what this was why the the dream ended abruptly that the, the okay. dream ended abruptly because there there's some there are some unresolved issues either from your side or your mom feels that uh there is something that you are, you have still not that you're not you have still not, not done for her and uh, you try and find out from your mom what you've done everything for your mom as a as a, as a beloved child but find mm-hmm. out what 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 else your mom uh, wishes that uh, you are done for her. Wow. Because it just so happened, you know, we were together today, me and my mom, and mm-hmm. she's going through the same situation with my aunt as far as her illness and, you know, a lot of issues with, you know, her being, you know, diabetic and mm-hmm. and me mm-hmm. trying to show her, you know, what she needs to do in regards to, you know, having a consultation with you and she's kind of leery. She's not really, you know, understanding mm-hmm. because she's, you know, she's she's older, so she was yeah. taught a certain way. So her sense of understanding is not, you know, very clear. But sometimes a lot of well, a lot of times when I tell her things, she noticed that I'm telling the truth. And I think sometimes um, I don't know. I, I don't even want to say this, but. She feels probably kind of intimidated that I know more than she does. That is that is that, that is that is that is that is exactly what I'm what I'm what I'm talking about. There there are certain issues that that are bothering your mom. There are certain mm-hmm. issues that are bothering, and she does not know how to communicate that to you. Okay. And that so you go and figure it out. That's why you were given more homework, more time for homework, and the alarm just sounded. Right. Right. So you still have work to do, though. You still have work to do. Find out, find out of what is really bothering your mom, because here she is, she's sick, and she's stuck in a situation where she does not know what to do. Right. She does. She does not know what to do. Okay. 
right. So right. you see, you, yeah, that's, that's right. You see that work to do. You see that work mm-hmm. to do. It's, it's not unfortunate that it ended this way. Uh, you wish you you wish you had stayed mm-hmm. on uh, much longer so that uh, you know that the conversation will have will have rolled into something else so that uh, uh, much of a uh, grief will have been brought to your attention. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. this was this did not happen in the dream state. So now you have to fish out. You have to you have to you have to uh, turn the stones and find out what really uh, is bothering your mom. Even besides. Uh, ailment. There may be other things that are bothering your mom. And since she could not communicate this to you in the conscious state, well, you are very lucky that this came up in the subconscious state, in the dream state. Exactly. Thank you so much, Dr. Nardi. You are welcome. You are welcome. Talk to you later. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Latonya. I appreciate you for calling in. You're so welcome. You guys have a wonderful evening. You too. Thank you. Dr. Nardi, um, there was a period in my life where um, I was in prison, and I could come in on a lunch break between class and lay down on a 30-minute lunch break, and I was having these dreams, like deep, clear dreams, like every day. I could just fall into a sleep and be in a just and have a total journey or a total episode within, you know, in less than 30 minutes. Um, Were those, you know, were those reoccurring issues? But they were never, they weren't like traumatizing dreams. They were, uh, some of them Mm -hmm. seemed almost uh, prophetic. Uh, Some of them uh, had stories, you know, some of them were very relative. Um, And then some of them were, you know things from the past you know i have i had a dream about a brother my brother one time and uh him him returning home you know i hadn't been in contact with him but we have an estranged strange relationship and then um you know one day he was just in you know in the yard and came home he still was not speaking to me but uh he was you know physically back in the back in the same house and um but like I said, I used to have just so many different. It, w- it wasn't even like dreams; it were almost mm-hmm. like travels. Um, mm-hmm. Can you say anything about that for a person who may just fall into a dream state? What is that difference yeah. between the imagination and the dream state, or like you no. said, a, a continuation of something that I was thinking in the conscious realm that came about in the subconscious realm? Exactly. You see, uh, it, it, it is. It is. It is not a dream. You had a review of your past, and these were preparing you for the future. You are where you are today because of the experiences of this past. And when, look at you. The cells are the past, the present, and the future. The past, the present, and the future, all in one. So the dreams that we are having were done, and a replay of some of the past episodes so that you see exactly what your relationships have been, and then you don't make you don't repeat the mistakes with, with, the, with the wrong with the wrong people with, with whom you were in a relationship, and then it, this prepared you now for the future, so that you become very very careful in the people you uh, people you select as friends, people you call friends, and so on and so forth. That was the purpose of this, and the quiet time you had. The 30-minute 
that the, the 30 minutes that you had to relax was the best time for yourself to relay this to your mind so that you become a better person. Mm. Yes, because there are sometimes dreams that I may have late night or early in the morning where um, it feels almost as if I'm being operated on. Um, can you speak on that as well as why do we oftentimes have dreams right before we wake up? You know, if I'm going to bed at, you know, 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock, why don't I have the dream then so I can get the whole dream? Why Why is it I'm having a dream and I'm getting up at, I'm getting up at 8 o'clock and I start dreaming at 7.45. I only got 15 minutes in the dream. What is that about, the timing of the your, dream? Yourselves your, your, your your know you best. Yourselves know you best. They want to produce a substance. They want to produce something so that it will be very easy to remember instead of you being in a deep sleep and then communicating this to you and waking up and not remembering your dreams. They wanted you to remember your dreams. So there are three stages of a sleep. Of sleep. The deep one, most people don't remember their dreams. So they make sure that if you, have to rem- if you have to remember this very, very important message, it should be close to the time to that you'll be waking up. Ah, that explains a whole lot right there, a whole lot. I see we have one more caller tonight, and this is going to be the last caller. We're going to make some announcements that we'll be in Greensboro on July the 28th and go ahead and tie this up tonight because I need to just get some rest and submit to what my sales are trying to tell me tonight. Uh, caller from the 336-926, Ms. Loving LaFay, your microphone is open. Can I? Uh, how you doing tonight? Hello, Tyre. I am doing well, and I'm sending you healing energy with love and light for that throbbing toothache of yours. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello, Dr. Nardi. Hey, LaFay. It's good to hear your voice again. Yours, too. <laughs> you just have me mesmerized. <laughs> well, Dr. Nardi, um, as far as my personal dreams, they're usually uh, the prophetic nature. Uh, mm-hmm. They bring clarity to me or give me a warning. I don't dream that often. So when I do, I pay close attention to it. Exactly. And it usually is something that, you know, is warning me or maybe if something's troubling me, I get the clarity in my dream state. Mm-hmm. But I'm mainly calling about, number one, my daughter mm-hmm. has recently started having the same type of prophetic, prophetic dreams, but they are more consistent for her. And she doesn't mm-hmm. like it. You know, her dreams are telling her where, where things are misplaced. Her dreams are giving her signs to share with her friends and things like that. You know, she has the gift, you know, psychic ability, but, you know, she she doesn't want to embrace it at this time. So, she, does not want to, she, she does not want to voice it? She does not she does want, not to, want to embrace that? it. Yeah, she doesn't want to be troubled it. with these messages. Oh, she does not want to. Well, <laughs> you are, I don't know how you, how old your daughter is, but she has no choice because she's twenty. Uh, she says, she's what? She's twenty years old. Okay, good. Uh, you know, she has no choice. I mean, she's a cocktail of DNAs, and <laughs> and the DNAs are just are just uh, you know transmitting messages left and right, and uh, uh, she's she's more mature. She's more mature spiritually than she is physically. 
So uh, why? Very much, yeah. Yeah, she's more mature spiritual than she is physically. So uh, her age is nothing but a, a charade, you know. So <laughs> so she's a very, she's a very spiritual person. So uh, what our advice? She to turn it off right now. <laughs> Pardon? So there's nothing she can do to turn it off. Cause, no, you know, no, she cannot. Like, she cannot. I don't if, want this thing right if, now. <laughs> if, 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 if she does, if she does, she's going to hurt herself because you never, never, never go against yourselves. Never. If you, mm-hmm. if you do, you'll be the loser. If you do, okay. you'll be the loser. So uh, tell her to enjoy the ride. And uh, it, is, it isn't that uh, uh, her, childhood, her childhood will be lost. No, no, no. She would rather have more time to plan ahead. And, uh, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, she'll have more time to plan ahead. And the people will need her. People will need her. Yeah, that's what her. I'm telling her to embrace that spiritual gift because it's going to yes. be, you know. Yeah, you see. And uh, and she, look at her. She's she's very lucky that at such a young age, all these all these are coming to her. And some of us, some of us, we had to go through uh, all kinds of travails and difficult times in order finally to qualify for for, for our mission, you know. But mm-hmm. if she has her mission very early in life like this, and she does not embrace it, and the self, I mean, uh, turn against her, she will be the loser. So she better Which she better be careful. She wants to work with a special needs kids. She's in college right now, and uh, she's studying the area of physical therapy. And um, she she's leaning to working with uh, special needs kids. Special needs. Uh, well, you see that, that that is fine. That is a mission. But even when she starts working with the special needs uh, uh, kids, uh, she will realize that she will be more in demand compared to her other colleagues on the on the same staff. She will be more in demand, mm-hmm. and she will be she she will be a magnet for these children. She will be a magnet for these children. So she be, she well. You know, she better be prepared because more will be added to her plate. More and more will be added to her plate. So she better develop a strong spirit right now <laughs> because this is her destiny. She cannot do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty much what I advised her of. And, uh, you know, I'll relay <laughs> exactly what you have said. And uh, I continue to try to encourage her spiritually. And you know, and to nurture her spiritual growth. But yes, she's much more spiritually mature than she is physically or emotionally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, the second, so even 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 this, uh, hey, for you to have such a child, hey, it means that you might have done something right. Yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> her, her spiritual gifts are, you know, much more pronounced than mine. You know. That's right. That's right. That's chart. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she's so as, as 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 mother and daughter, you complement each other very well. So that that, yes. that that's yes. good, you know. Yeah. Now the second um thing I want to know is regarding my little granddaughter, my son's daughter. She's mm-hmm. um not quite two yet, and she has nightmares. You see that that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She has a she has a serious uh, central. She has a serious nervous problem. Uh, if she has nightmares, no, no, we have, and it's, it's up to it's up to you, and, uh, and she has to be treated for these nightmares, and uh, for only two years, she will, she will enjoy these pellets under in the mouth, and uh, this will clear all this, you know, this nightmare is not good. I mean, uh, 
the central nervous system is lag is, is, is lagging behind. That's not good. The three nervous systems the three nervous system must be at par. They must be at the same level. One should not be ahead of the other, or the other one should not be, be uh, behind the others. They all they must be at the same level. As I was explaining, I was giving the analogy of the starting line of runners. You know, when you say them they are about to uh, run a a hundred a hundred yard dash, you see them at the same line. That's where they all are. You see, but when you have one nervous system, one one system nervous system ahead of the other, that is not right. You know, she really fights sleep. She doesn't like to go to sleep, and you know. Of course, who, who, who likes to go to sleep when there are monsters who come and, and scare the, uh, the the Jesus or the hell or what out of out of out of him or her? Who who likes to go to sleep? Even if you are feeling sleepy, you, you force yourself to to to, to be wide awake. You go and put water on your face or do something like this to be awake because you you are afraid of the monsters. Uh, so. I wanted to add, uh, from an astrological standpoint, um, some research that Dr. Gibson had uh, interjected about children having nightmares could also be tormented by an older spiritual brother or sister. So let's say of a female had a miscarriage or an abortion, and then they had another child. The child that was living would not be their first child, it would be their second child. It may be the first child that made it to term, but not the, not the first child that the mother had. And so that first child, there has been recorded evidence of even photos picking up um, spiritual children that had been aborted or miscarried who were tormenting the child in the waking hours and in the sleep hours. So for you, for for the parent of the granddaughter, I would look at what aspects are there of the fifth house because the fifth house is the house of the first child, and see if there's a mar a, a hard Mars aspect, or see if there is a hard Saturn aspect with the fifth house, because there are so many you know what I'm saying things going on simultaneously and that's for the for the for the granddaughter and a lot of times um children don't come to their parents when they have these type of traumatic events all the time whether it may be like i said an abortion or a um or a miscarriage um as far as also for the daughter she she can get ready to follow the law like i said the law of attraction what you resist persists if she has the gift I would look at her Neptune position. And a lot of times between the ages of 17 and 21, human beings are not that smart. They are not that smart. Like Dr. Nardi says, the spirituality is much more mature than the physical or the mental. And they resist, resist, resist. And here it is, you have a gift and you desire to turn it off. Whereas this gift could be worth billions and billions of dollars worth of insight. You know, and so we would look at that behavior as folly or foolish, but it's or immature. So these things, she just, um, you know, what I'm saying the the support of that, you know, what I'm saying, and also as adults, we cannot live our lives through our children. Whereas we say, oh, their gift is much more pronounced than mine. Oh, if I had that, I'd do it like this. Oh, if I had that. 
And sometimes children are just naturally rebellious. You know, you have to support children or, you know, encourage children in different mannerisms versus saying, oh, if that was me. Because children want their own identities, you know. But like you said, like Dr. Nardi said, she is a cocktail of DNA, you know what I'm saying, uh, astrological DNA, blood DNA, uh, 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 experience DNA that she's had independently of, you know, of her ancestors or those who have preceded her. So I would look a little further in her chart. She has nine years left to get ready for her Saturn return, and um, a lot of things are going on currently as we get closer to uh, December 21st, 2012, you know, and moving from one particular period of time. uh, uh, We're ending a 25,000-year period of time, moving to another 25,000-year period of time, and a lot of these children who are at the who are at that age are receiving these particular gifts way earlier than like Dr. Nardi said. He had to fight and go through this and go through that in order to prove worthy of being able to have these gifts. And now these children are just getting them naturally. They have to be cultivated. That's my two cents on that. Well, Kaya, thank you so much for those insights. A lot makes sense because... And dealing with the grandmother, I mean, with my granddaughter, yes, her mother had had a miscarriage, you know, in between the second child and this last child. So that could possibly be what's happening. And as far as my daughter is concerned, um, I, you know, just support her spiritually because I know her gift is going to take a different path, you know, maybe from mine. But when I say more pronounced, is just really uh, strong in her chart. And she's Pisces, and Neptune, of course, you know, as astrologer Kylie, you know, has returned to Pisces. And when Neptune returned, and I had told her, I said, pay close attention to your dreams. They're going to become more and more pronounced because I know her chart and how this was going to play out, and that's exactly what's happening. And she was like, oh, Mom, I'm not ready for this. So it's not that she doesn't want it. She just feels like she's not ready for it. She's concentrating on finishing school and, you know, those type of things. And she just doesn't feel that, you know, she has the time to really cultivate it and and use the gift because it's got to benefit other people. That's the reason for the gift. Well, she has been, she's been, her sales do not care about college. I would say that in in total authority from from a symptometry side, your cells do not care about your external desires, right, Dr. Nardi? They don't care That's about right. what your external desires are. When they're ready to explode, they're going to explode. That's right. I mean, don't you, don't you, don't you see people who do not have college education, but they have, they, have, they have made it in life more beautiful than people who have three, four PhDs? So, you know, um, just go with the flow, go with the cells, and you always be a winner. Always you'll be a winner. Well, I'm gonna let I'm gonna download this show tomorrow and let her actually listen to this this part, you know, to hear it for herself. I'm sure she'll be, you know, open to it. She just got to get comfortable with, you know, exactly. her spirit exactly. gift. And, and, I had to and, do the same. And and besides, besides, you are the mother. You know, your mothers, you know, children don't take mothers seriously. But when it comes from another source, they pay closer attention because. 
they are with mom all day, all night. They, they come back from work, from school. It's the same face that is there. You know, but, you know, when another person is speaking, you know, they will, they will, play, they will pay close attention, you know. So uh, play, play, download this tape and let her listen. Uh, as far as your, your, as far as your, uh, I, I do agree with uh, Dr. Gibson's uh, research. I do agree. Uh, but here is a problem, you know. Uh, it only stopped at an. Uh, at, it's only stopped somewhere. Where will? When will this nightmare end? The nightmare. Exactly. Will have, the nightmare will have to end somewhere, and we have the particulates that end nightmares. And by by doing this, the person will be back in sync, and all the three nervous systems will be back. So, so at her age, only you know, well, she'll be two in October. So no, know, no, no. We treat we treat babies. We we treat babies who are one, who are seven months old, three months old. Okay. Well, I'll follow up with the consult, you know, concerning her, but I'll discuss it with her parents first. Exactly. Go to the parents first. If the parents say no, you have no say. Well, my son, you know, is is um, very metaphysical. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> then, hey, you see? He's likely to be open to it. <laughs> that's right. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, thank you all so much. I'm going to get off the line because Kyrie oh, okay. got to give right. him some rest. Thank you, Dr. Naughty, and yeah, I well, just love you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Levin LeFay, for calling in. We appreciate you. Thank you. Well, you know, one of the things I like to add to that is that, you know, with the genetic hindrances that are on the DNA and also the environment that was going on in the nervous system was the conception doing a thunderstorm? Was it during some point in time the person under the, under the influence of alcohol? But with those hindrances or uh, environments in which a child is, is conceived, how does that affect, you know, some of the, you know, basically the outcomes or what, what, are, what are termed as signals or symptoms that, that will manifest in the early part of life. Oh yeah, but uh, you see, these these factors are still there. They play a role. These factors yeah. are still there, and if other if other factors like miscarriage also you know compound the situation, I mean, what what is the what is the quality of the child that you are bringing to this world or that you have brought into this world? The child will be messed up. You see, so that's why symptometry is here to clear these things quickly before the child turns into something else. You know, sometimes it is not a parent's intention to bring a monster into this world. No. But, you know, people, people are not aware that help is available. So that's why Coach Kair is making all this uh, uh, information available to people who, uh, who need this kind of information so that they should know that a person, uh, when a child has nightmare and a child even uh, uh, wears the bed, because he's afraid to go to the to to, to, to the uh, to the washroom in the middle of the night. I mean, there is so something can be done about it. That is what symptomatic is here. A child should not be working the bed anymore because there are no monsters in the bathroom. All these are the creations of her, his or her imagination. So clear all these distractions from the child's mind by properly balancing the electrical waves. We have you know, the particulars for that. You know, uh, going back to a, a question that was a statement that someone made earlier, it was one 
my brother called in, and he basically was saying about how he couldn't move when they would wake up. Someone said something about that it was difficult for them to move. And yes, for over yes, the yes. Years, you know, for over the years, I, you know, I had experienced that at, at, at point in my life. And you know, people say, "Well, this the devil that's riding you," or then it was like, "Well, you." <laughs> You know, so now, so here we go. The geography is like, let's put this to bed now. Yeah, okay. I mean, your, your your nervous system and your peripheral nervous system, they're all jammed. They're jammed, 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 you know. Just, just, just clearly, sometimes I see somebody is pinning you down to your bed. Nobody's yeah. pinning you down. It's your nervous system that are falling apart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, by the way, I know Coach got ready to go, but um, we're, we're, we're next week we should we're going into the American School of Symptometry, A S O S. We want to talk about the American School of Symptometry because by 2015 there should be 1,000 symptometrists in a battalion. Um, to be able to help people and that we can spread truth about health and wellness. So um, that is my coach and uh, Dr. Nardi. So perhaps we yeah. will have some other people to join us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Next week we definitely want to have all those who are either studying for the entrance exam those who are already have taken the entrance exam and are in the American College uh, American School of Symptometry, and any of those interested in the school, definitely we will be having an in-depth conversation about that. And I think it's about time. I think it is uh, fully about time. That will be our 19th show in a row, and we want to let people know that not only are we here to make sure we provide people with excellent information and dialogue, but to let them know that. The help is here because we're going to help people help other people, and that's what the School of Symptometry is all about, wouldn't you say, Dr. Nardi? Yes, exactly. That's, that's correct. That's correct. And uh, and uh, many decisions were, have been taken by the board in the favor of uh, uh, students so who, who are willing to come in uh, as early as possible so that we meet our, our goal. You see, we meet our goal because people... People are people are people are dying unnecessarily. People even who have cancer, you know, after the cancer treatment, you know, they are bloated, they have no appetite and all that, and you see, eventually, they are sent to to the to the hospices to waste and to die. I mean, now they've created home hospices, home hospices where you know after after messing you up, they send you to go and die among your family members. You know, we can do something. We can do we can do something better. We can do better than that. If you can do better, why not let the whole world know that we can do better? And one person cannot do it. One thousand people can do it. That's why we need an army strong of one thousand people. One thousand strong, y'all. That's bionic. Let's get these numbers up. All right. Uh, July 28th, everybody, please mark your calendars. Come on down to Greensboro. You don't want to miss... Seeing Dr. Nardi, Coach Kair, Dr. Charles Abbott, the Greensboro Shaman, over at the Wynick Medical Center. This is an event that's going to be beyond events. 
uh, don't talk about it, be about it. Book that train ticket, book that bus ticket. Whether you got to catch the mega bus down or the Chinese bus down, if you in New York, <laughs> down here for seventy dollars. If you in Atlanta, you can get to Charlotte for thirty. You can get to Charlotte for twelve dollars. There's, there's no reason why um, those, you know, what I'm saying, interested and, and and sincerely seeking out this information should not be, or we should not have the house packed on July the 28th. Please check out the website, sometimeatyou.info, for um, all the contact information for your advance tickets as well as the address. We will uh, have some signs out there by the road. If you are in Greensboro, you just come all the way down Elm Street headed toward Pisco Church, and then you're gonna, um, you got to make two turns to get up in there. It's kind of in the cut, but it is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful location. The the, the building and state of the art, uh, Dr. Nard is going to love it, and everyone um, who is going to participate in, and attend is also going to love it. So we look forward to seeing you all that weekend. Uh, Dr. Nardi, do you have any last words before we go tonight? Uh, no, but basically that's it uh, 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 for for this coming for for the 28th. The the, the topic will be different, and then the uh, the setting will also be different. Uh, we are the, the head office is working on uh, uh, the, the 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 format for the symposium. Uh, there will be this time there will be some some symptometrists also on stage. And Coach Kaye to be on stage and all that, so uh, the format will be totally different. So it will be exciting. Oh wow! I love how Dr. Nardi give you the news, and there I am, so he just give you the news whenever. Oh yeah, yeah. It's awesome, baby. Amso, do you have any last words before we get out of here tonight? I, all I have to say is that I'm I'm hearing people coming from Vancouver and um. Fort Collins and Denver, Colorado, man. So, you know, symptometry is spreading, spreading far and wide. And why not get on the train while you can? Can't, can't beat that. You can't beat that with a bat. Uh, also, um, we want to give a big shout out to uh, the show that I have on Thursday nights, Brother Yao Morris, Dr. Nardi. We had a Tantra uh, healing event up in uh, Newark, New Jersey. And the brother uh, definitely gave a big shout-out to Symptometry and said he um, has been doing some research as far as um, having Symptometry as a science aid in the tantric experience that is over 25,000 years old and um, just how perfectly that is blending together. And he was just That's right. That's right. He was just giving you a lot of accolades, you know, over the weekend as well as last week. So we want to give a big shout out to uh, Brother Yao Morris. His uh, website is masteryao.com. Um, get I, that book, Awakening the Master Feminine. Dr. Nardi, I'm gonna have to get send you a copy of that. Exactly, exactly. I want to I want to patronize his work also. Oh man, that book, that book, because he talks about the counterfeit personalities. So maybe one night I'm going to see can I get uh, both of you all on the show together. Because a lot of people are asking about that counterfeit personalities. And from what I'm listening on our Tuesday night calls and in the Thursday night calls, I can un- I'm can i getting a real clear uh, uh, definition of how these nervous systems and these errors that we've had through eating unscientifically are leading into 
our lack of pleasure, our lack That's of enlightenment, correct. That's correct. That's correct. and our lack of healing. You know, and uh, we've been making all kind of excuses about, oh, I shouldn't have pleasure in my life. Oh, I shouldn't have enlightenment. Oh, I'm I'm not <laughs> supposed to know everything. Or, oh, well, you know, everybody gets sick. Nobody's perfect. You know, we've <laughs> been training. We've been training ourselves with that bull crap for uh, thousands of years, and now it's time to switch that around and start um, resetting the dial. We want to reset the dial so we can live out our original, happy, optimal, healthy lives. So that show is th every Thursday night at 8 o'clock. Please tune in to Zoom in this Thursday. Also, if anyone needs to get in contact with Coach Kair to look at um, some astral harmony or astrological aspects of your own personal destiny or maybe even some illnesses, something that is a possibility of coming up, and then we send you right over to Dr. Nardi. We had somebody on the Cosmo Physics show Sunday who uh, said that they were having some um, issues with the diabetes, and we said, yeah, we're going to send you over to Dr. Nardi. They said, oh, we already talked to Dr. Nardi. They said, we, they said, we're combining these science. They said, we're listening every night. So big shouts out to uh, Cosmo Physics on Sunday night at 8 as well. Big shouts out to Ra Aku's mama. He said she listens to each and every show. She has not she has not hit hit, hit the button to uh, call in yet, Dr. Nardi, but she is listening. So I hey, That's interesting. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So I wanted to just tell her I appreciate her for listening in and um, congratulate her on her progress. I am always, her son is always giving me good reports on how she's doing. And so I'm very, and she's, very she's, she's, she's very disciplined. That's one thing I like about her. She's a very, very disciplined and determined, determined woman. And, uh, and I'm glad that uh, she's correcting all the mistakes of the past. And, uh, and then now she, she's on the path to recovery. So more power to her. She'll be well. She'll be fine. That's right. Let me let me go ahead. You know, we gotta give her we gotta give her a round of applause tonight as well. I definitely I'm good on my determination. I just got to get better on my discipline. So if she could put some of that in a bottle <laughs> and uh some of that or call me tomorrow and let me know some things I got because that's what I can tell. Uh, but it's all good. This weekend and this full moon is giving me a lot of energy to see some of the error in my ways. And um, the dream that I had yesterday was um, definitely a sign of me aggressively seeking out to kill some of the uh, and alleviate some of the counterfeit personalities um, that have been ingrained in my DNA and my cocktail for probably the last whew, 25 years, going all the way back to the time I was 18. So um, I'm very happy for the work that's being done. And I just want to congratulate everybody that's on the path. And we're going to see y'all next week. We ain't going to keep on talking to y'all and holding y'all. We still made it almost the whole after party. And um, I'm going to go over here and get some rest. Dr. Nardi, I thank you for coming through tonight. Dr. Abbott, I appreciate you. And I'm going to talk to y'all later. Talk to y'all next week. Peace. Okay. Bye, peace. Just like clockwork to put the Glock to work and putting body to stand still, man, it kills me. 
Taking a life is like taking a shit. Hit or miss, niggas are playing guard, trying to rob and steal. That's why you gotta guard your grill. Like a barbecue, cause them harming you was just like honeybees swarming you. Vocally arming you was my responsibility, it's killing me. Bigger than all these niggas see they fly. Taking they Steven Seagal and falling. Falling to the wayside when you try to call me. I fall. When we was little nappy headed niggas in the project, but now they carjack. Wait on income tax and unsafe sex. Shit yet, they tend to flex like solo for the low low. Smoke same thing, no no, not this time. Niggas around my way can rhyme. So fuck that country shit, we done a bunch of shit. And yes, you heard of this. Out of this world like E.T. Coming across your TV. Extra terrestrial, straight from ACL. You know what I'm saying? Out of this world. 